Phillips at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 20-20 even if you have astigmatism. And Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive of Lifetime LASIK Assurance Plan. Unlike corporate chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CuderelliVision.com. Cuderelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. Financing with approved credit. I come to Sam's because it's always, you can get something different every time, and you can bring a group of people, and there's always something for everyone. Got a lot of options, and got a great reputation, and it's just a fun place to be. I've been with Sam's a long time, and the sons have carried on the tradition. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker, in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown off 15th and Curtis. They are like Family Club. Sam's number three is D. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Fox Sports trending now. Week 11 in the NFL came to a close on Monday night in Seattle with the Falcons edging the Seahawks 34-31. Atlanta improves to 6-4 on the season. Quarterback Matt Ryan had a pair of touchdown passes in the win. Seahawks dropped to 6-4 with the loss and uh, they had a failed fake field goal to end the second half. They also missed a 52-yard field goal with 7 seconds to play in that 3-point loss. News from the NFL where Steelers right tackle Marcus Gilbert was suspended for 4 games for violating the league's performance enhancing drug policy. Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston is going to miss this week's action because of his shoulder injury. Second week in a row, he will not have played. In NBA games of note, Celtics make it 16 wins in a row with a 110-102 win in Dallas over the Mavericks. It went overtime. Boston rallied down 13 points in the fourth quarter to get the win. Kyrie Irving led him with 47 points. Cavaliers won their fifth in a row, beating the Pistons 116-88. to I'm Eddie Garcia. Everyone is listening. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Get in and get heard. I'm all over the place. 
You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis and at Outkick, Facebook.com slash Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Never stops rolling. By the way, if you go with multiple emoticons, I will end you. It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Only thing Here's Clay Travis. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. As well, Duralast batteries designed to stand up to even the most extreme weather conditions. They're built with patented technology to reduce damage due to vibration and deliver the most power during startup. They're proven tough, sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Week 10 of the NFL officially in the books. And the Atlanta Falcons got a massive win. I always like to pay attention to the NFL playoff picture as we come down the stretch here. And right now, the NFC is obviously an incredibly competitive jumble at the top. So if you're out there right now and you're starting your Tuesday as we head into the NFL Week 11, where obviously a lot of games will be played on Thanksgiving in a couple of days. First of all, hope you guys have a fabulous Thanksgiving. And uh, for many of you, as you start uh, work here, it's going to be a short week. So just make it a couple more days and you'll be in good shape. Uh, right now, in the NFC, the Eagles would be the overall number one seed. The Minnesota Vikings and Case Keenum would be your two seed. And the New Orleans Saints would be your three seed. All of those teams are eight and two or better. Obviously, the Eagles are the only nine-win team in the NFL as well. The Rams would be winning the NFC West, and they would be your four seed. And then your two wild card teams would be the Carolina Panthers at seven and three, who obviously are one game back of the New Orleans Saints and one game above the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, three of the six playoff teams would all exist inside of the NFC South. I mean, that's a hell of a division uh, with all the quarterback play right there, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, and Drew Brees, three guys who have all been to Super Bowls from the NFC South. And then Jameis Winston slash Ryan Fitzpatrick at the other position right now. So when you break all of those teams down, that's where the situation would end. But outside of the NFC right now, you've got Detroit at 6-4, and four, and they are two games back of Minnesota right now. You have got Seattle, who lost last night, which is why it was such a massive loss for the Seahawks. And then you've got Green Bay and Dallas, and you've got all the teams with losing records. I think right now, if I were breaking down the NFC playoff package, I think Atlanta's in a lot better position than Seattle because Seattle's injury situation. I'm not sure, other than Detroit, which I think could end up in a, in a, in a competitive situation with the Falcons at some point in time. Remember, I believe I'm correct about this. The Lions, uh, let's see, did they beat... I think the Lions beat the Vikings earlier in the year, didn't they? Yeah, 14-7 to on October 1st. So the Lions actually have the tiebreak right now over the Vikings. Can the Lions coming up this week on Thursday night, right, can the Lions get that win over the Vikings? That's a must-win game for the Lions, who have typically played pretty well in Thursday night in those Thanksgiving Day games, even though the Lions don't, the Lions don't have a very storied history. If the Lions can get that win over the Vikings, I actually feel pretty good about their ability to break it down and make that a race over the final five weeks of the season. Other than that, 
I think the injuries for the Seahawks are going to make it incredibly difficult given how difficult their schedule is for them to be in the mix. Uh, I'm going to bring in the crew right now. Do you guys agree with me that the Falcons, this is a, just an absolutely massive win with that 52-yard field goal falling just a little bit short? The Falcons, I think, are poised to get on a real run here, and I think this is just a seismic win for the Falcons. Let's go around the, the around the horn here in the crew. Uh, obviously, the Falcons coming off that 28-3 collapse. Sorry, uh, Atlanta sports fans in the Super Bowl. But now as I look at their schedule and start to break down, look, they're going to beat the Bucks. They should this weekend, which gets them to 7-4. and four. Then the Vikings come to Atlanta. I would actually expect for the Falcons to be favored there. I think the Vikings are going to be 8-4 and four, uh, at the end of the next two weeks. I think the Vikings will lose at Detroit. I really do. And then I think the Vikings will lose at the Falcons, and everything will kind of be opened up there. Are you guys with me, though, that you expect now in the playoff race for the Seahawks to kind of fade a little bit. I already don't believe in the Cowboys. I think there's a good chance they lose to the Chargers on Thanksgiving. How would you see this playoff picture playing out, Jason Martin? There's four games for the Falcons coming up that are really intriguing. The Seahawks win. Anytime you win in Seattle, it's impressive. Doing it in primetime on Monday night against Russell Wilson, who usually shows up when the lights are brightest, is incredibly impressive. But they're playing Minnesota, they're playing New Orleans twice, and they're playing Carolina to end the season. Those are four games against three likely playoff teams, or at least Carolina's got a really good shot, certainly, to make the playoffs. So the Falcons have it within their grasp to do what it is that they need to do. When you look at Seattle, Seattle without Richard Sherman, with some other issues, not having a ton of playmakers on offense right now, they've got to deal with Philadelphia. They've got to play the Rams down the stretch. They go to Dallas, and we'll see if Dallas is even still in it by that point, if they are. That makes that intriguing. And they go to Jacksonville. And we know Seattle doesn't travel well, and Jacksonville has an awesome defense, regardless of what you think about Blake Bortles. And sometimes they can run the football as well. So I think that that one is also relatively intriguing. And then the Rams have a tough schedule, too. That The NFC is really fascinating right now because the Rams have to play. They, they lose to Minnesota, which was a big game. Now they have to go straight up to play New Orleans. They also have to play Philadelphia. Then they go to Seattle. They go to Tennessee, which, of course, the Titans right now are in the playoffs. So those are all tough games. So the NFC down the stretch for these, like, four to six teams right in there, the teams that aren't necessarily going to win the division, it's really fascinating. NFC is making up for a lot of bad, bad football on the other side. At least we have half of the NFL that is going to be very entertaining down the stretch of this year. Are you guys with me in L.A.? Do you think the Seahawks are done? It's going to be a tough road for the Seahawks with what's left on their schedule. And also considering that Pete Carroll's made some questionable calls, Blair Walsh looks shaky. Those are They're the two reasons why the Seahawks lost yesterday, Clay. I don't think it's so much because... They look, I like the Falcons, but they weren't so awesome last night. I think it was more of the Seahawks dropping the ball there. I mean, Walsh could have tied the game with that makeable field goal in the fourth last night. So, uh, the, it's, it's still shaky for both teams as we're looking at the, at the Falcons remainder here. They got to play the Saints twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I the mean, Vikings and the Panthers. Yeah. It is uh it is going to be really exciting football down the stretch to figure out who gets those wild card spots and also who's contending 
uh, in that divisional round kind of four seed, whoever ends up in the mix there. Okay. Uh, for everybody out there who missed it last night, CNN making journalistic history, they have banned me for using the phrase that I love the First Amendment and boobs, for saying that I like boobs. I am banned. But they had LeVar Ball on, really, CNN did last night, for 23 minutes to discuss why he wouldn't say thank you to Donald Trump. This is really where the American news media is. Uh, LeVar Ball on for 23 minutes, and then they had a panel discussion breaking down the LeVar Ball interview after that. Our crew out in L.A. has put together a one-minute, 45-second snapshot of what that performance actually sounded like from LeVar Ball on CNN. Here it is. Okay. So the president, what did he do for my son? The president says that he spoke to the Chinese president. He says that the boys okay, were that informed was nice. that, was nice. that the involvement of the president of the United States mattered. And that then he wanted some thanks. And instead, oh. you said, who, what was he, Trump, over there for? Don't tell me he, nothing. He wanted some Everybody wants to make it seem like he helped me out. I mean, you, you're trying to make it sound like that. I'm, I'm just saying. That's what you said. I didn't meet Winnie face to face. I'm, I know exactly what I said, but I, you, you buffing it up like you said that you don't want to say thank you to nobody. No, come meet me I like sound? a man, shake my hand, and tell me what you've done for me. Than that. He says he helped oh, get he them out that, of huh? China. Okay, if if if, if he if he, if he paid for the money to, to put up whatever we needed to do, then I would say thank you. Did he do that? So that's the bar? If, if he doesn't put up bail for the boys, then he doesn't he deserve thanks? Come on. No, it's not if he didn't put up bail. He said he helped. How'd he help? If he helped, I would say thank you. So, do you think the so president helped? Do I think the president helped? Yes. I don't know. So do you know. think he would be lying about help? say what you want. I didn't see him talk. I don't care, and I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not going to say nothing I don't know, and I don't see, and I don't hear. So the president of the United States says say, oh, he helped, and you say if you didn't see it, you didn't hear it, you don't believe it. Hey, if he said he helped, that's good for his mind. What do you mean good for I his mean, mind? I mean, but why I even got to say that? If you help, you shouldn't have to say anything. If you help, you shouldn't have to say If I help somebody, I don't walk around saying, you know, I help you now. Come on now, you give me some love. I helped you. Man, come on, for real. Well, that's what are we good, doing for each other? That's a good question. I know what he did for you. What are we doing for each other? And instead of saying thank you, you, you took me? a shot at him. What did he do for me? What he did helped he do for get me? your son out of China, where he could have been in jail for a long time. What about some other? Why was he going to be in jail for a long time? Because he stole something, How according to the Chinese authorities. Would have been a long time. Okay, but Carries the Chinese a minimum of three years. was like, you know what? He's okay. He has so much character in 18 years that he's allowed to have a pass for that. Hey, and I got a message for you. What is it? Tell Donald Trump to have a great Thanksgiving, because Big Baller is. Absolutely absurd. Now, I, you know what's interesting about this is uh, I've got three sons, just like LeVar Ball does. I, I thought it was fascinating that in that interview, he is just totally making it seem like it's okay that his grown-ass son stole from stores in China. If I took my nine-year-old overseas right now, nine-year-old, he's in fourth grade, and he stole from a Chinese store, I would be furious beyond measure with him. And I'm fairly confident that he would never steal again. And he's nine years old. If it happened when he was in college, I would lose my mind over it. So the fact that LeVar Ball is just totally excusing his son, who has created this entire situation to begin with, is, I think, really strange. 
I think it's really strange behavior from LeVar Ball because all he had to do here was, look, I understand if you don't like the president. I understand if you think that he's racist or sexist or misogynistic or you think he's a homophobe or whatever, whatever reason you want to dislike the president for. You can do that. But how does that mean that you shouldn't also thank the president when he gets your idiot son out of jail or in any way assists? I have three boys. If one of them was facing years in a Chinese prison and or they were just having difficulty in China and they couldn't get back into our country, and the president of the United States, who has billions of things, literally billions of things that he could be doing that people are demanding his help for, took the time to do anything at all to help my idiot son get back into the country, I would say thank you. And I don't think that's remotely controversial. If somebody does something for you that they don't have to do, and that's clearly the case here with Donald Trump, then you thank them for their effort on your behalf. Now, would it be better if Donald Trump didn't have to say, go on Twitter and say, hey, thank me for my work? Yes, certainly. But just as basic human decency... LeVar Ball should have publicly thanked Donald Trump. I mean, honestly, if he wants the big baller brand to get bigger, he should have embraced Donald Trump. He should have sent Donald Trump some sneakers. He should have sent Donald Trump some T-shirts. I think LeVar Ball totally misplayed this by trying to not give Donald Trump credit because he manages to make Donald Trump look reasonable in that entire interview. I think if you have a functional brain, you have to be on Donald Trump's side in this ridiculous spat. And by the way, CNN is dead. The fact that they put this guy on for 23 minutes to talk this story and then had a panel to discuss it is proof that you honestly can't trust the news media anymore. They exist to make money. They're going to do whatever gets them the better ratings. That's fine, but don't pretend that you're some holier-than-thou institution when you effectively are held hostage by ratings and are going to put on whatever rates the best. You're not in the business of the public interest. You're not in the business of journalism. You're in the business of making money. That's fine, but don't hide behind the truth of what you're doing. At CNN, at Fox News, at MSNBC, everywhere out there, journalism is not about serving the public interest. It's about making money. And that's why I always say you guys have to follow aggressively all of these stories and not allow yourself to get trapped in the absurdity. All right, let's dive back into actual sports news, the NFL. We're going to break it down with my guy Jeff Schwartz. He's guest hosting on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with Jason Martin. He's going to join us right now and give you a little preview of what you're going to hear the next couple of days. I'm Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this this is Fox Sports Radio. Okay, okay, okay. And we're taking over your city. They're just completely relentless. Sometimes you need that, right? It's what we do. Got it. So get used to it. This, this is Fox Sports Radio. Sports with attitude. Ferguson Facility Supply has the products, services, and solutions facility and property managers need when and where they need them. We offer a vast array of janitorial, lighting, HVAC, hardware, safety, and plumbing products. And that's just the first half of our catalog. And with nationwide coverage, we deliver directly to your facility, making sure you have everything you need to get the job done. Because at Ferguson, relationships are the most important thing we maintain. Learn more at ferguson.com. 
Home isn't just a place. It's a feeling that you're safe to enjoy the things that matter most. ADT lets you take that feeling with you, whether you're at home, your business, or online. We help keep you safe with security systems, home automation, alarms, and surveillance, so you can feel at home wherever you are. Go to ADT.com to get that feeling for less than a dollar a day. ADT, home, safe home. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 45cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right. No paperwork whatsoever. Your cash will hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history just have a checking account and a regular source of income go to 45cash.com and you can get the loan you need now regardless of your credit go to 45cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need visit 45cash.com type www.45cash.com directly into the address bar That's 45cash.com, 45cash.com. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Because uh, the green chili is the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Hi, it's Drew Goodman. There is one road that will always remain the same. It is familiar, it is comfortable, and its destination is somewhere we never quite left. It's the road home. Make your road home a memorable one this year by starting your holiday season at Shop BMW for the Road Home Sales Event. From the iconic 3 Series starting at $299 a month to the attention-commanding X6, there are more models than ever featuring X-Drive all-wheel drive technology. Shop BMW. One price, one person, one hour. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock legal game plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. 
This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. If you don't think there's a lot to be cheering about in Denver, you might not be paying close enough attention. Baseball pass to Jokic in stride. Alley-oop. Yes! Home of the Nuggets. Jamal Murray. I feel the need. The need for speed. Home of the Avalanche. Comes to McKinnon. He's going to have speed in the Red Wings zone. Holds the shoot and scores. Nathan McKinnon scores on the game. Winning goal. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Fighter is on FS1. The best female fighters in the world compete for the inaugural title of USC Women's Flyweight Champ. Tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern on FS1. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. This NFL discussion with Jeff Schwartz brought to you by our friends at True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Jeff Schwartz with us now. Uh, Jeff, let's start here. AFC playoff picture. Jason Martin and I have been going back and forth dueling over Alex Smith for a while. Are the Chiefs in trouble? Yeah, they're in trouble. <laughs> they played terribly the last five games, uh, minus the, the Raiders game, but offense played well. The defense did. Um, yeah, you, you have to feel they're a little bit in trouble. Right now, the Steelers and the Patriots have started to really separate themselves. However, if you're a Chiefs fan, and I am, my brother plays for the Chiefs, you have to hope and, and wish or want that the first Five weeks of the season, Kansas City Chiefs shows back up, which will dominate offense, uh, you know, defensively just doing enough. But right now, it looks like Alex Smith has reverted back a little bit. Defensively, still can't stop the run, can't rush the passer. Uh, hopefully, D Ford and Tom Bali can, can come play soon and help the pass rush. Uh, they have a lot of problems, but like I said, you have to hope that they can return to the form of the first five weeks. And that team can win the AFC. The team now cannot. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and New England Patriots are the two best unquestioned teams, I think, in the AFC. Can anybody other than Pittsburgh or New England, based on what we have seen through 10 weeks of the season, win the AFC? No. I, I will say this, and this is kind of weird to say, um, you know, the way Jacksonville's playing defense, it will always keep them in the game. Um, I will never trust Blake Bortles to win a football game uh, against the Patriots or against the Steelers, but that defense plays well enough if you keep them in a game long enough to where possibly uh, Bortles can do something to help them win or the run game can do something. Uh, but that defense is playing at such a high level right now that it will give them a chance at least against the Patriots, against the Steelers, against the Chiefs, whoever they're, they're end up playing. It'll give them a chance to be competitive. 
But I can never say that Blake Bortles will win a football game, you know, win a playoff game for those guys. As a result of the fact that obviously there's a top-heavy part of the AFC with the Steelers and the Patriots, there are right now only five teams in the AFC that have winning records. And, you know, two of those, I don't know how good they are, the Chiefs and the and the Titans, but that's it. Of the other 11 yeah. teams, is this, first of all, is this as bad as you remember seeing a conference in the NFL to only have 10 weeks in to only have five teams with winning records? When Carolina made the playoffs at 7, 8, and 1 a couple of years ago, so it's, it could be worse. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, no, I mean, I think that we're seeing a lot of injuries in the NFL this year. We're seeing some poor quarterback play. You know, if you look at a team like the Dolphins, everyone expected them to be a lot better and contend they're not. You look at the Raiders, they switched offensive schemes this year, brought in a new offensive coordinator, has not worked out well for them. They go to Mexico City yesterday and get, get, uh, you know, a couple days ago, get super embarrassed. And I just think that you have teams not playing as well as you thought, and that's why it's, it's the way it is in the AFC. But the top of the AFC is still really good. So if you're a football fan, when the playoffs come around, those, you know, those teams will be really fun to watch. Yesterday I teed off on Marshawn Lynch for not standing for the American national anthem, but standing for the Mexican national anthem. And the reason why I did it, actually I teed off on him on Sunday and then I teed off on him again on Monday during the show. And the reason why I did it was I said, look, if you are going to criticize the United States government for what it is doing, the Mexican government is like a billion times worse in virtually every category. Human rights, minority rights, uh, police brutality, safety of, of, of citizens, all of those things. So to me, that was a slap in the face even more so than not standing for the, the American national anthem. You agree or disagree? Is this a story that deserves as much attention as it's gotten? Well, this is kind of the, a little bit of the same thing that UCLA ran into, like going to China and when, when California won't allow them to go to other yes. states in the, it's in hypocritical. The, you know, in the, in the U.S. Yeah. So look, I, look, I, I think that, that this anthem issue was about dead until the president talked about it in week three. Um, obviously it's still going to be talked about. He's still tweeting about it. He's making it a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, people's business and I think that this is slowly going to die um, and it's not and it's obviously dropped ratings down a little bit and you know I think we can get into a broader discussion about ratings at some point but they seem to be declining about the same level as the rest of television now the NFL has been so bulletproof for so many years as far as the ratings they, you know, they keep going up and everyone else keeps going down um, so is it the ratings is it, I mean, is it, is it a protest is it just natural that the regression was going to happen but you know this doesn't help and, and now more people again will hear about Marshawn Lynch um, and, and the way he handled the anthem protest and maybe it leads to, to less people watching, which I think is the goal of, uh, of some people uh, when it comes to how they approach uh, the anthem uh, protests. Is it fair to say that something seems awry about a locker room internally with the Oakland Raiders? And, and I say that because they have on their big national showcase games, whether it was against the Redskins or now on, I'm not saying they should beat the Patriots, right? Tom Brady is playing fantastic. The Patriots seem to have gotten a lot of their defensive issues resolved. But to just go out and get humiliated like they did in a game that they basically know they have to win in order to yeah. stay in the mix for the playoffs, it feels like there's something rotten in the Raiders' locker room because they're too talented to be as bad as they've been. And – 
injuries don't explain it totally away, right? I mean, like, there's no right. reason why they should be as bad as they are. No, I agree with that. And and I think it comes back a little bit to the offensive scheme change. I mean, they have an offensive line that's really good. They're still very talented. Um, they finish guys well. They play well as a unit. But they completely switch schemes to something that they have really not done in their careers and they're not good at, which is a lot of zone of zone running. They used to be really down and running teams. So I think just offensively, they're really out of sync. They have never really um, embraced this scheme. And I think it's core by the Raiders to, to A, if you're of your OC, you might as well bring in someone who does something similar because of the structure of your offensive line. Um, I think offensively, that's been a big problem. And look, I know there was there was rumblings about locker room issues, you know, related to the anthem. Um, a, a lot of the Raiders have come out and said that's not the case, and it, it could be. Um, you know, I think that we've seen a lot of uh, teams have have just you know conversations about about the anthem, um, and uh, you know, it's obviously going to be different opinions, but I don't think it's, it's, led, it's led to their poor play. I think it's more, at least offensively, a lot of the scheme. And defensively, you know, they have not had an interception to start the season yet. I think it's the longest streak ever to not have an interception. Um, and for a defensive-minded head coach of Jack Del Rio, I think it's pretty unacceptable for the defense to be this bad. I mean, normally if you are a defensive head coach, at least your defense is good. Um, I can't name any defensive head coaches that have poor defenses. Now, some offenses are awful, like the Bears at times. Jeff Fisher had terrible offenses, but at least the defense was good. So for Del Rio, not have a good defense, that's directly on him. And I wonder if, if this season keeps going the way it is, whether they make a coaching change or not. I think that's a very good question. Okay, we've talked a lot about the AFC. Let's flip it over to the NFC. When you look at the NFC, who do you think is the best team right now? The Eagles dominated the the the, the Cowboys. So let me start there. Do you think the Cowboys have much of a chance, if at all, of making the playoffs this year? No, they're going to lose Thursday to the Chargers. The Chargers are playing the best uh, ball in the AFC West right now. If, if not for the first couple of games where their kicker couldn't make a kick, um, they'd be in the, in the conversation right now for the AFC West. Um, no, I mean, the Cowboys are done. And look, a lot of Cowboy fans and a lot of people on the NFL really got enamored by Dak Prescott. I think he's still super talented, uh, but he's had a lot of weapons around him, right? He had three, he's three all pro offensive linemen, not just pro bowl guys, like all pro, the best at their positions. He had all pro running backs. You know, the left tackle's out now, the running back's out. He's a, a Pro Bowl wide receiver, a Hall of Fame tight end. He's had all the parts there for success, and he's done a good job with the, with those parts. However, now you lose a couple parts. You can't do anything on offense. Uh, you know, Zeke's not coming back for four more games. Tyron Smith may or may not play Thursday. I know he tried to go last night. Um, so having him back would be a big help. But that offense just looks dead without those players. Um, and then defensively, you know, they're doing a decent enough job. But, you know, they're on the field for so long. Uh, their offense is not getting anything done. They're, they're completely done. I thought they were done the second Zeke was, was suspended. Um, and their, uh, you know, their chance at the playoffs, uh, ended last night. I agree with you. What about the Eagles? Are they the best team now or are you sticking with Minnesota? Are you going with the, uh, the Saints? Those are the three best teams in the NFC, I think beyond a shadow of a doubt. Uh, which of those three do you like right now is the best or is there another team? Uh, no, those are three by far. I think to me, uh, a lot of it will depend on who gets home field. If you end up with the Eagles, which they have the one team right now, end up with home field, you know, having the, the Saints or, or the Vikings travel there in the, in the, you know, the end of January for two going teams still outside. Now the Vikings and Saints run the ball well, but still, um, you're going to play different on the road in the cold like that. So, uh, that'll be a big advantage for the Eagles. Now, if the Saints or the Vikings end up with home field advantage, 
Um, that's going to be uh, amazing for them. I said this, if the Saints end up with home field advantage um, throughout the playoffs, they'll win in the NFC. Um, I've been so impressed by them. They're able to run the football now. They're playing better on defense. They had a little bit of a setback against the Redskins, but they ended up winning that game late in overtime, which is impressive. And, you know, the Vikings, look, I, I think we keep saying, you know, when is Case Keenan going to play worse? He just has not. I, I've been very impressed by them. And I had them as kind of a, a pretender, and I changed my mind after the game on Sunday. I mean, they went ahead and dominated the Rams. Uh, you and Jason Martin are hosting the show on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What are the odds that you keep a car out of the ditch? <laughs> I think I think we'll uh, we'll have a good show. I, I talked to you this. We're going to talk a lot about food. I think we have to, right? Thanksgiving. Yes. A lot about Thanksgiving food. What's your first you, round you draft pick on food? Oh well, I fried turkey. You're a big turkey guy. I'm a guy. big fan of yeah, yeah. So I, I inject it with creole with this creole butter seasoning. I put it in you know in the fire for 45, 50 minutes of peanut oil. Um, I'm not a big, like, I used to be a big side. I think I would go with macaroni and cheese as my favorite side. That's my kid's favorite side. You know what? I, I gotta say, like, one of the good things about having kids, you might have noticed this too, is that you realize food that you haven't had in a long time. Like, you're like, why did I ever stop eating this? I'll give you two examples. Like, macaroni and cheese is one, for sure. One of my of top three that I've returned to. The other, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I mean, like, peanut butter and jelly is phenomenal. Like, I don't know when I stopped eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but as soon as I had a kid again, I would eat one. I'd be like, I hope he doesn't finish that. Like, I want to eat the rest of that sandwich. And the other one that I think is, like, I like, why in the world did I stop eating this? Grilled cheese. Like, kids yes, love okay. grilled cheese, peanut butter and jelly, and mac that. and cheese, and they're all incredible. Whenever I make ma- uh, grilled cheese for my kids... Um, I pray they don't finish them so I can finish it. Yeah, like, it's just, right? I mean, like, that's... It's just, it's just bread and American white... We use white American cheese. It's the simplest thing. You know, butter the bread. Like, it's the simplest thing ever, and it tastes amazing. Yeah, and you probably hadn't had, like, a grilled cheese in a long time before you started making them for your kids again, right? I was, you know, my first... My son, you know, like, say he's at one, so I has grilled cheese. I'm 29 years old. I probably hadn't had a grilled cheese since I was 12. Like, when was the last time I had grilled cheese? So, oh, dude, unbelievable. Now... You know, like if we go to like New York, they have like specialty grilled cheese places. Oh yeah, I'll just go eat, a, go eat like a specialty grilled cheese for lunch. Unbelievable. Yeah, like we were out to eat last night, and my kids didn't finish their mac and cheese, and I was looking at it, and I was like, man, that mac and cheese looks really good. And, like, I don't want to take it before they eat it because my wife will be like, hey, that's they're supposed to eat that, but, like, I'll wait until they don't finish it, and then I'll be yeah, like, hey, you're going to eat that? And, of course, they're not, and I, I dive in. I love it. I gained a little bit of weight too when my when my kid got to like start eating a, a basic you know like adult food because I just finished would finish his macaroni his grilled cheese I'd finish all its food yes. and you realize like over over a month or two you, you know you have yourself five bites of macaroni every couple of days <laughs> adding up just some calories no doubt all right well do a good job Wednesday Thursday Friday I'll look forward to checking it out and that's uh, Jeff Schwartz you can hear him on the show at guest hosting with Jason Martin Wednesday Thursday Friday well listen thanks man. Yeah, take care. Thank you. Jeff Shorts brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Speaking of confident, let me bring in my guy, Eddie Garcia, right now. Find out what's shaking. 
the world of sports. Well, Clay, on Monday Night Football in Seattle, the Falcons beat the Seahawks 34-31. Matt Ryan had a couple of touchdown passes for Atlanta as they improved to 6-4 and four on the season for Seattle. They had a couple of things that happened eventful in the field goal kicking team. They had a failed fake punt at the end of the second half and then missed a 52-yard field goal with seven seconds to play that would have tied it. With that loss, Seattle drops to 6-4. and four. On the season, some news from the NFL where Steelers right tackle Marcus Gilbert suspended four games by the league for violating the performance dancing drug policy. Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston is out again this week for his uh, game against the Falcons because of that shoulder injury that caused him to miss last week as well. Broncos have fired offensive coordinator Mike McCoy. Uh, they've turned the play calling duties over to quarterbacks coach Bill Musgrave. And uh, finally, Bills head coach Sean McDermott says he still hasn't decided who's going to play at quarterback in Week 12 in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Of course, rookie Nathan Peterman threw five interceptions in the first half. Sunday's loss to the Chargers. He got the start over Tyrod Taylor, and apparently McDermott is actually considering putting Peterman back in the lineup, uh, if you believe him. Man, you know what? I thought Nathan Peterman would never have a worse half of football than he had. He only started, I think, one game for Tennessee before he transferred to Pittsburgh. And he came in against Florida, I think it was, on the road. And it was one of the most atrocious halves of uh, college football quarterbacking I've ever seen. And then he topped it uh, in that performance against San Diego. Now, the positive is, I think if you're Nathan Peterman, you know what the worst is. Now uh, you can't do any worse. I mean, it's hard to throw more than four or five interceptions and a half. So we'll see what happens there. It seems to me like the Bills are just acknowledging that their team is awful. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that decision. I mean, they've lost three in a row. Uh, when they were five and two, it was funny. I was on the show, and I was like, you know what? I don't buy into the Bills. I don't think they're very good. I don't think Tyrod Taylor can win them a game in the playoffs. I don't even really think they can make the playoffs. And Bills fans just lit me up all over Twitter. Uh, they've definitely disappeared here of late for sure. Um, let's go ahead and get set up here, boys. We haven't done an Animal Thunderdome yet this week, and I'm told there's some good stories out there. So let's dive into this uh, Animal Thunderdome time here to finish off Tuesday's show. We'll come back with you and hopefully send you off into your Tuesday knowing that man is triumphing over beasts. I am Clay Travis. This is Outkick, the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is is Fox Sports Radio. There's more. And we're always leaving you wanting more. That's what the game's all about now. More. Let's talk about it more. More. All right, we'll be back with more of Fat Guys in Sports and more. I want to be more popular. This is Fox Sports Radio. Calling all contractors. Announcing the Ferguson and Ram Commercial Ultimate Van Giveaway. We're handing over the keys to a 2018 Ram Commercial Promaster Van stacked so high with brand name tools, you'll be glad you've got that 76 inches of cargo height. We'll even brand it for you, so there'll be no doubt who's riding in style. Worth over 100,000 big ones, enter at ferguson.com slash Giveaway. Hear that? That's opportunity honking. No purchase necessary. For official rules and eligibility details, visit ferguson.com slash giveaway. When it comes to the holidays, the hustle and bustle doesn't stop. Well, unless your car breaks down. Whatever this season brings, it helps to have Hum by Verizon. Hum is the connected car system that assists and empowers drivers. Now you can check your car's health from your phone, get help if you're stuck on the side of the road, and if Hum detects a crash, it can automatically notify emergency services. It's a smart way to stay informed about your car and keep your family safer on the road. This holiday season, get Hum and get where you're going. Visit Hum.com or your local Verizon store for special holiday savings. 
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 45cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right. No paperwork whatsoever. Your cash will hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income. Go to 45cash.com and you can get the loan you need now regardless of your credit. Go to 45cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 45cash.com. Type www.45cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 45cash.com. 45cash.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above average IQ, and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for, and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found Brain Balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. 
Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. I'm going to have the honey smoked salmon benedict. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. Great food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years because uh, the green chili is the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. It's the holiday season, and here at Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, we're thankful for these turkeys. Miko Raisinen, Eric Johnson, game, let's go! And these turkeys. Jokic for three! Give it to him! Blocked by Milsa! Blue arrows in the house! Chandler down the lane, he goes! Home of the Avalanche. Oh my goodness gracious! Home of the Nuggets. Slam with a right hand! Thanksgiving from Altitude 950. College football on Fox. Every game is everything. Saturday, it's one of the most storied rivalries in all of college football. A Big Ten battle between Michigan and Ohio State. Coverage begins Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern on Fox. This goes out to all the infants in this cold world. I was born addicted into all the Section 8 kids. Just remember these four words, y'all. We gon' make it. The government keep on trying to fool us. The system keep on trying to lose us. And all we can do is keep buying computers and log on now for it start going down. We gotta hold our head, keep our pride. Though it hurts when I see people sleep outside. Little babies with no socks on eating popcorn. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15%? or more on car insurance, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago as well. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for and on average save over three grand off MSRP. Whether you're looking for a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Well, we haven't done it yet this week. It's time. The people have been demanding. They've been clamoring. They've been requesting it. It's Animal Thunderdome. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I had a bullet constrictor stuck to my face. And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. All right, I got a I got a story here for you. I'm down in Florida for the holidays, uh, and a Central Florida man was arrested for caging and drowning a raccoon because the the raccoon had killed some of his chickens. This is maybe a weird move by James Miller, but according to Lake County sheriffs, a woman called authorities and said her neighbor took a caged raccoon onto his pontoon boat and dropped the cage into the water. The woman said she told her neighbor drowning an animal was inhumane and he should instead call animal services. Miller replied, the raccoon was in my house and left the cage in the water for several minutes, killing the raccoon. Authorities questioned the man's wife, who said the raccoon had killed some of her chickens and later got into their house. He was arrested and taken into custody. Should this guy have been arrested for this? Can you not kill a raccoon in this country anymore? I understand that maybe is a little bit creepy to put the raccoon in the cage and then drop it into the water. But yeah, is it that, any that, better to get like a, a a baseball bat and just like hit it in the head? I mean, I I I don't understand why he couldn't do this. You have to dispose of raccoons more civil. Like, like a, how could you kill a pellet the raccoon? gun? 
A uh, pellet gun is better? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, I mean to put it, it in a like cage a... and drown it, that's over the top. Maybe, but it's like if you had a gun out in a neighborhood and you just blew the raccoon's head off, it's a lot messier that way. Like if you got a baseball bat, that seems really inhumane. Like how could you kill a rack? I mean, in all honesty, how could you kill a raccoon in a humane fashion? Like could he, is he going to gas it? Is he going to carbon monoxide poison it? I mean, I, I don't know what way you, like this seems honestly like it's a little bit diabolical to think to do. But it's Florida. I mean, people have boats. Taking a boat, taking a raccoon out on a pontoon boat and just dropping it into the water actually doesn't seem like an awful decision. If the raccoon is killing his his uh, chickens, his wife's chickens, then you don't want to release it because it could come back and do it again. Am I totally in the wrong here to be on this guy's side? Tweet me. Am I, I mean, is PETA going to come kill me for saying this? I think totally. It's perfectly fine to kill the raccoon this way. And in fact that he got arrested for doing it, of all the things that are going on in the country right now, we arrest a guy for killing a raccoon? That's a little bit over the top, right? Arresting him and his mugshot is up. And how about the neighbor telling on him? Are you guys both think that I'm wrong here? You guys think that this guy should be arrested for this? Absolutely not. And like you said, to me the bigger problem is the neighbor. That's the guy I don't trust. Yeah, like you turn in your your. First of all, why do you care what this guy's going to do to the raccoon? Of all the things you could be worried about if you're a neighbor, you're yeah, concerned this, about this, is this like raccoon. People who bag up pets they don't want and throw them in a lake or a river. We've no, no. This is not the same. I, I understand this it's not killed pet, his chickens, but it's an animal though. You don't drown it. What? People kill animals all the time. People right now driving into work are going to eat steak. Where do you think the steak comes from? We're going to all from eat the river. turkey. We're going to all eat turkeys. Are you telling me that if the, these turkeys have to be killed in a certain way? I, I, yes, I, don't I under- hope so because I don't want to eat their stress. I don't want to eat their stress. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm totally on this guy's side. Totally on this guy's side. If he wants to, he doesn't want to release the raccoon because the raccoon will just come right back where it's already been. It was in his house. If he had beaten this thing's brains out in his house, I don't even know how he got it in the cage. First of all, that's a story I'd also like to know. How did he catch a raccoon? I had a tree rat in my house once when I lived in the Caribbean, and that tree rat's about as big as a raccoon, and it's the most terrifying thing in my life trying to get that tree rat into a box to get him outside of the house. I think I've told that story on the air before. So the fact that this guy even got this raccoon into a cage is to me heroic. I don't, I would love to know how he did that. Um, but I have no issues with him. If he needs a lawyer, I'm down here in Florida. I can appear in court on his behalf and get him released in time for the holidays so that he doesn't have to stay in jail for killing a raccoon. What you guys got? Clay, I have another good story courtesy of our friends in Australia, aka the worst place on earth. Hey, this you, it's hate. the worst. It's the worst place on earth if you are afraid of animals. Exactly. Because they have more animals that are trying to kill you than anywhere. Robert's a hater against Australia. Hey, this kind of hate. So there was a woman who she said she chose not to be named for this story, who lives in Balcom Hills, who says while she was sleeping around 10:30 p.m. on Monday last week. She felt a searing pain and something latching on her cheek. She opened her eyes, and it was a wild ferret. A pure white ferret had gotten to her house and was clawing and biting at her cheek. She screamed from her bed for her husband, who happened to be sleeping in another room. That's a different story for a different day. He came in, rushed in, found his wife screaming, got the ferret, threw it outside, and everybody's you know happy about it. Unfortunately, the ferret 
is smarter than they realized, got back into the house. That's the why you have door. to drown the animal. This is my point. <laughs> oh, no. when, if you just throw the oh. ferret outside, he comes right back in. He came back for seconds. Thankfully, they were prepared. They were able to fight him off and uh, catch him in a box. But, what did uh, they do with it? Uh, they think report him to animal control. Because you he kill was a, it. Because he was you a kill pu- the ferret. He you was drown a, him. a pure white ferret, so apparently that's rare, so they decided that would be the mo- the best thing to do. Wow. Uh, I, just, I just disagree there. I think you drown it. I mean, I, I never really thought about it before, but I think drowning the raccoon was the humane play. I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, what else? Okay. We got an update on an old story, I'm told? We do. Now, this is one, I'm not sure. I mean, we've had so many of them. I don't know if you remember this, but we had a bear attack in Colorado while a guy was hunting. Um, ultimately ended up what happening, the, uh, he went to pick up his elk that he had just put down and a grizzly came in and attacked him, ripped off his lips and his nose in the attack. Whoa, 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 whoa. The man's lips and his nose? Yes, were ripped off by the bear. Now this is an old story from about a year ago. So, oh. um, I'm, I'm sure we've gone over it. It's a great story. Well, anyhow. It's not a great story <laughs> if you're the guy who lost his nose and his mouth. Well, it gets better. Because since then, he's gone through a series of surgeries, including one month in a medically induced coma. He had one surgery. A month? He had one surgery that lasted. Hold on. A month? (laughs) Yes. It was that bad. That's a long-ass time to be in a coma and just disappear. But it gets better, Clay. So he had one surgery that lasted 24 hours, including his nose, which we said, again, was ripped from his face, is being ring-grown on his arm. Using a radial artery in his arm in a procedure that allows the blood flow to uh, regenerate the tissue, I guess. That doesn't make any sense. You can just grow noses on arms. I, I guess the part that they were able to save is being re-grown on his arm. Well, anyhow. So, wait, wait. You can just grow noses I, back? Apparently that they, seems to be revolutionary. It seems like this should be can. a bigger bigger news story than just randomly showing <laughs> up in the Animal from Thunderdome the, now. From the radial you can grow arteries. noses on the arm is a massive story that I feel like needs well, more it attention. It's being kept alive, so I'm assuming it's getting bigger. I, I don't know why else you would keep a half nose alive on your arm if they weren't going to use it at a later time. But yeah. anyhow, <laughs> this guy is set to be uh, released fully from medical care in the next month or so. He's 61 years old. Said he's still planning on going out hunting again when he gets out. Yeah, to get the damn grizzly bear that, that <laughs> ripped guy, his nose and his you mouth off. This is lesson, like Moby man. Dick. I'm doing whatever it takes to find that grizzly bear, and I'm he's, taking him down. If walk- he took my nose and my lips. Is he going to be walking around with the nose still on his arm? And he says, this is what you, I'm coming back for it? I, I I feel like we have buried the lead here that you can just regrow noses now on the arm. That seems like a massive story, if that's true. Well, I may have jumped to a conclusion. I mean, I'm not sure if you can or not, but I can't think of another reason why you would keep your nose alive on your arm using the radio artery. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, unless you were going to use it later. This is a I I this is one of the most unbelievable. This is like when I found out that Native American men couldn't go bald. This is one of those stories that I feel like how is not everybody talking about this? We should have done the whole show on noses being able to be regrown on the arms. To hell with LeVar Ball. Got to figure out what's going on here. Man, I'm rooting for that guy to go get that grizzly bear and kill him. I would watch that show. I would watch that reality show. It's just him trying to get the grizzly bear that bit his nose and his arms off or his whatever his mouth off. Uh, in a coma for a month? Good lord. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Toughness brings out the best in an athlete, proven and tested over tough conditions like below zero, face-numbing winds, and frozen fingers. 
When it comes to your car's battery, there's no difference. That's why Duralast batteries are tested to perform in harsh conditions, out-toughing whatever winter throws its way. Get yourself a proven tough Duralast battery sold only at AutoZone. Visit AutoZone.com today and find an AutoZone store near you. And make sure you get in the zone, AutoZone. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I'm so happy, I feel like I can fly. Disclaimer, you will not be able to fly by switching to GEICO. This is against the laws of physics and nature. If you find yourself flying, please seek professional and or medical help immediately. In the unlikely event you find yourself flying, you might be a superhero or a pigeon or a superhero named Pidgewoman who was bitten by a radioactive pigeon. If you are indeed Pidgewoman, GEICO retains all licensing publishing rights in the event Pidgewoman the movie becomes a top-grossing Hollywood blockbuster. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you, does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 11 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Sam's number three. The Reuben Melt. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as a house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of the menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food. Good people. Sam's number three. In Aurora, off Havana and Park in Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown 15th and Curtis. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. 
none of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew, I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right. Thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlet. And the man in the middle. He's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw. Makes some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one's sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Big Lombardi. Yeah. What's the name of that song again? I like that song. That's uh, Inner Sandman. Sandman I from, like uh, that song. That is Virginia Tech, right? You go to the Virginia Tech football games, they get that stadium rocking with that song. If that song doesn't get you fired up, uh, you may want to check for a pulse. You're right. I mean, really. You don't have to be a heavy metal guy, because I'm not, but there are a few songs that kind of fall into that genre that you're like, all right. That's that's in my wheelhouse. That's one of them. So what you're saying is Hard Knocks had a good run on this show. That was a good run, but I'm done with it. It had a good run. Yeah. We're we're switching. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with Hard Knocks. I think that's a good decision because I'm kind of tired of the high or the Hard Knocks like hyperbole. We all bought into it. We always do it. You know what we buy into? We buy into what's familiar, what we know, sure, what we like, what we follow. What that's life, though, right? Again, I told you it's the spring training effect. Every year I went to spring training, I fell in love with the product I saw. Didn't matter. But we fell in love with the Buccaneers, and more specifically, people bought into Jameis Winston. Yep. His leadership, his unique style, mm-hmm. his talents. They're 2-0 and since he's been on the bench with yep. a bum shoulder. You're exactly right. Ever since he tried to eat the W. Yeah. You remember yeah, that? He exactly. tried to eat the W mm-hmm. before the New Orleans game. And it turns out he was just kind of a blowhard. Really? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he couldn't, he, he didn't make plays on the field and they've been better with Ryan Fitzpatrick. We were duped. And it's not all on, on hard knocks. It's on us for falling for it. But we were duped. And I think when we start looking at our local football team, we can, at least some of us can say the same thing. Well, we you know, were duped. You know what that proved to me? The hard knocks effect 
it's not all about talk. Leadership is not all about no, talk. We we really fall into that trap as well that great leaders are charismatic figures, great talkers. That's not the case. No. And a lot of times when they are, like talk to to guys who played with Ray Lewis. They they'll tell you that most of the time they were full ro- of crap. They were rolling their eyes at him. Trevor Price came on this show and told us he was full of crap. Yes. But Ray Lewis was a great leader because he, he was a great player. That's why he was a leader. The rest of it was just a bunch of bravado. You lie not. Uh, welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Joined by James Manchester Merrillad right here. HW right over there. We got Jesse Trujillo on the ones and twos. Marty O with our morning sugar fix coming up in the eight o'clock hour. What a show as usual on Tuesday mornings. Akib Talib at eight fifteen. ESPN's Jeff Legwald in studio at nine a.m. My question to you is simple. And I'd love to get your thoughts on the text line. One of two things. Number one, what do I ask Akeem? I always open that up to you. What What do I ask him this week? Because I have nothing written down to ask Akeem. It's always just, let's go. Because I never know how he's going to react. But I do want to ask you this. How do you think Akeem Tlaib will react to the question about soft? Because that'll tell you what side of the fence he's on. Right? Well, he's had some time to think about it, right? Yes. Akeem Tlaib has not spoken since those comments of he John Elway. He has not Elway. been quoted. So what side of the fence do you think he'll end up on? I think he'll end up on John Elway's side of the fence. Okay. With time to think about it, and the 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 right answer is to say, look, we've lost six games in a row. Everyone is soft. Everyone is. Uh, that, that's when you, We're getting pushed around in every way, shape, and form. Right. My guess is that's where he'll go. I He's also right got 12 million reasons to side with Correct. John Elway. His contract is the contract this offseason we will be talking so about it's the a, most. So it's a business decision. It would be a his business end. decision on it. I mean, honestly, it's, no, I think it's 12 fair. million or 1 million. Who are you going to side with, Aki, yeah. when you got 11 million bucks on the line? To be fair, though. If the Broncos part ways with Aqib Tlaib, it will take him four minutes to find another yeah, job. It may, not, it may not be a $12 million, though. It may not be a $12 million. I think Oh, it'd right be there. multiple years, and it'd be, a, it'd be a bigger total than 12. The average may not be 12, but he would get a three-year, $25 million deal from someone. I don't disagree entirely, but you never know. So just to get us up to speed on this contract, he's got one year left at 12. Well, he's got like three years left, but this is the line in the sand kind of year. It's, it was an originally a six-year deal, but this is where it becomes like a four-year deal, where basically they structured it in a very Belichick way of, I'm going to get out of this contract after the 2017 season because, yes, his 2018 number will be $12 million, but his dead number will only be $1 million. So once Akeem Tlaib gets old on me, yeah. I will part ways. Now, Akeem Tlaib hasn't gotten old on John Elway, and he still can play. I Put the Philly game aside, he's been really good this year. He's under contract for 2018 at $12 million. That's the cap hit. The dead cap is a million bucks if they cut him. Mm-hmm. He's under contract for 2019 for $8 million. No dead money, and cap hits $8 million. So it was so a six-year deal that was really a four-year four year deal. deal. Exactly. Yeah. That expires and, again. And, and the Broncos year. can make this decision either year, though. Right. They could decide to keep him this year and or 2018 and cut him prior to 2019 and have no dead money. So it's it's favorable for the team right. the following two seasons. So just on, so we're on the record, both of you believe he will side on the we are soft side of the fence. Yes, because okay. I think Akeem Tlaib right. is smart. I don't know if he'll say it that bluntly, but I do think he'll lean towards Elway. All right, just want to get that through. Um, I got to ask this question regarding what's taking place at um, 
Dove Valley, uh, another offensive coordinator. Did you guys happen to read Nikki Javala's story about the revolving door of quarterbacks, coordinators, and coaches that have gone through Dove Valley? I saw the list. Okay. I have to ask you this question. Here, Here's a quick recap of what she assembled here, and we all know this, but the seat in front of you is quite amazing. Uh, under John Elway's regime, beginning in 2011, they've gone through three head coaches, okay, three head coaches in six years, two of which were bad hires, one of which was borderline. Four offensive coordinators. Let me, let me have the list. Mike McCoy, Adam yeah. Gase, Rick Dennison, Bill Musgrave. Okay, and it's been Mike McCoy twice. Yes. So that's almost five. Yes. So I would say Mike McCoy was a bad hire twice. I think Adam Gase was a good hire. Uh, I think Rick Dennison was a bad hire. Well, that wasn't his hire. He sort of came with the package. Yeah, but that list also yeah. does look a little Dick right. Monfordish of I don't know anybody sure. else. Uh, four defensive coordinators, Dennis Allen, Jack Del Rio, Wade Phillips, and Joe Woods. Uh, that'd be one good hire. Six. And, you know what? To be fair, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Jack Del Rio was a good hire because he got a head coaching gig. Now, none of us like how he got it because he bailed before the Colts game. But if your coordinator gets hired to be a head coach, then it was a pretty good hire. Yeah, you're the dude who always called him Vanilla Del Rio. And I, I didn't, know. I didn't necessarily I disagree with that. I, but a little revisionist history and, here. And you're right. You're right. But I think to call it a bad hire is unfair. But look what that defense did with Del Rio and then Wade. Look what that defense did with Wade and then Joe Woods. I think Wade is definitely the one you circle in there because he got the most out of this group, and it ain't even close. Six, soon to be seven, starting quarterbacks. Kyle right. Orton, Tim Tebow, Peyton Manning, Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, and then Paxton again. Because Paxton and Brock again. You're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. The, the point I'm getting at, there's been a lot of turnover, clearly. So I ask you one of two answers to this question. A, is this a bad thing? Because there's so much turnover, there's very little security and no consistency. Or B, is this a good thing as a Broncos fan? Because it proves that the guy in charge will not settle for mediocrity. What's the answer? Uh, well, I think it's both. I, I think it's a good thing that he doesn't stick with bad directions for too long. Right? So let's go back to the conversation you're tired of having with me about the quarterback. Yes. And what have I always said? Once you know it, and you know this guy's not the long-term guy, turn the page. Yeah. Don't burn time spending three years to get make that decision. Make it in eight games. So that part of it I like. That part of it is he doesn't stay on the wrong path for too long. But it also does show he can't pick the right path. Other than Peyton Manning, he can't pick the right path. I mean, God, if you went with the list, how about the list of offensive linemen? I mean, that how is- about... Too many to list on one piece of paper. It here. would be ridiculous. So it is concerning that John Elway can't find a long-term answer at head coach and quarterback. Coordinators come and go. Now, he should have done everything he had to do to keep Wade Phillips here, but I'm not going to indict him of that. But he clearly can't find the long-term answer on those two fronts. That said, if I'm a fan, which I am, I don't want my team sticking with the head coach because, well, we pay, we're we got to pay him for four years, even though you know he's the wrong guy. And you don't want him sticking with the quarterback because, well, maybe – they've already stuck with Trevor Simeon too long. So I, I'm, I'm happy about the fact that he will 
admit mistakes, turn the page, and go down a different I'd rather have my GM over-tinker than under-tinker. Correct. Because guess what? If you under-tinker, you end up like Cincinnati, and you don't win a playoff game. I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up. You're Cincinnati with the same exact regime over the course of a decade that does the exact same thing. And you've already, you know the ceiling, right? So that's why I bring that up. You know, for everyone out there today clamoring for some massive change top to bottom, just consider that. Would you rather have it one way or the other? Would you rather have a guy who's not afraid to ruffle things up or a guy who's just content in what you are? Consider it. Our text line, 30933. Our hotline, if you want to call the show, we don't often take calls, but we welcome them. 303-753-0950. When you wake up this morning and you drive to work, if you go to work with no traffic at all, mind you, I wish Thanksgiving week happened every week. God, that was so great. It's like a flashback to 1992. Oh, it was so beautiful to drive to work this morning without the old pump and go. We are 36 hours away from the best party night of the year. I'm it was no, that you drum. understand how Karaoke. easy it was to drive to work this morning. At no point did I have to hit the brakes. I've got it booked. I'm 44 years old and I got it booked for that night. What? Biggest party night bo- of the year. What are you going to do to party? You got three you young kids. karaoke night. Oh, okay. Can I go? Yeah, I'd love to see you do karaoke. What do you sing? Uh, I like to do Country Roads or The Gambler because everybody sings with you. Oh, you sort of mask it. Are you well, like Peyton where everybody exactly. gets the same song, right? And The Gambler's great because you're really just talking. When we come back, our piping hot takes. The Denver Nuggets are back in first place. What a win on the road last night. little hint of what I'm going to talk about right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. I want to take a second this morning to tell you about my friends at American Financing. You can reach them anytime at 303-695-7000 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. With the holidays around the corner, wouldn't it be great to skip mortgage payments until next year? Believe it or not, you might be able to. With a home loan refinance, you're paying off your current mortgage and getting yourself into a newer, cheaper mortgage. And because it's a new loan, you may be able to postpone up to two payments depending on when you close. So that means no payments from now until 2018. How do you do it? Contact my friends at American Financing. They employ salary-based mortgage consultants. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing. Reach them now, 303-695-7000. We're online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Tuesday edition of Crackman and Harris, we'll talk about the Nuggets trip to Sacramento on the second night of a back-to-back playing the lousy dog butt Kings. Plus, Ryan, still more Broncos struggle to go over. Speaking of lousy dog butt, we will talk more about the Broncos, but we'll give you some bright points in the last game against the Bengals in the Critics' Corner, and we will go over their most recent news and changes the Broncos are making. I can't believe anything good happened in that game, but Ryan will try and convince us. It's Crackman and Harris on Tuesday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. 
or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Halloween is over. Christmas music is playing. This is the time to start planning your Black Friday Christmas shopping strategy. And when does Black Friday begin? At MedBed Chevrolet, it begins right now. MedBed Chevrolet kicks off the holiday season with thousands in savings on Chevrolet Colorado and Silverado trucks, including 4x4s and 2500s. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months on select 2017 Chevy Malibus and 2017 Chevy Trax all-wheel drives. And MedBed has low leases on all-wheel drive Chevy Equinox and Traverse. Go to MedBedChevrolet.com and click on the yellow specials button. Get Black Friday savings all month long. MedBed Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor departs a 181 ramp castle and on I-70 Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. Examples, CV 3177 and SRP 24425 plus tax title and fees excludes our model. Not all buyers will qualify. Subject to prior sales. See MedVet for details. Expires 11 the Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An early delay behind an accident southbound I-25 right around Greenland Road in Douglas County. Traffic is brought to you by True Car. Be ready for a slow and go stop and go traffic in pockets now anywhere uh, between 104th and University on southbound I-25. Northbound I-25 is below post and limits between Alameda and 23rd. With True Car, you can see what others paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a great deal for new or used cars. Visit True Car for a more confident car buying experience. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Zach Randolph, touch pass, and a fake the pass, shot of three and missed it. Rebound to Barton, baseball pass to Jokic in stride. Alley-oop, God! Jamal Murray! Oh, my goodness. 18-point lead for Denver, their big lead of the night. Timeout, Kings. That was impressive. And that was an impressive road win by your Denver Nuggets. By the way, Michael Malone not coaching in that game, suspended for one game for his role in the uh, heave gate. He and uh, Nikola Jokic tossed in the Lakers uh, contest. The NBA admits yesterday that Jokic should not have been tossed from that game. Should not have been ejected. So my question is, if that's what they admit, what's the penalty for the referee who ejected him? Good question. Rodney Mott. Because Jokic can't get those minutes back. The Nuggets can't get that game back. That caused Malone to jump onto the court and go crazy. It cost Malone a paycheck. Yeah. Wow, you guys sound like me yesterday. I'm just curious. Coming around that Rodney Mott is a... Idiot who should be disciplined. Well, that, I don't know. That's the question I have. How do they discipline I don't know, guys? Adam Silver. Step up, though. Well, why is it, though, and I know we need to get to hot takes, but NBA and MLB have umpires who and, and referees who we know their names. Yep. And we know their names because they're god-awful. The Cowboy Joe West. That's pretty bad if you know their names. Now, there honest. are a couple guys in the NFL we know, but we know at Hockey League because of the guns, right? I know if you get Walt Coleman or Walt Anderson, either one of the Walts, there's going to be 20 total flags. I get it. But are any of them just like, oh my God, if we're gonna get screwed night? Pete Morelli. <laughs> I don't think any of them are like, oh, we know this is gonna. No, be but one you time. knew when you had Joey Crawford, you were in for a long night. Yep. Yes, yes. It's, God, it drives me crazy. Back in the day, it used to be Tommy Nunez. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, and Steve Jabby's the classic. I mean, he's the all-time mm-hmm. worst. Oh, he's I, not worse than Joey. I don't know. I, but see, we know him. We C.B. Buckner. We, we can have a debate about which NBA official is going to job your team more. That is not good. No. At all. Nuggets go on the road and win a much-needed road game. 114-98 over the Sacramento Kings. Our piping hot takes, please. I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Sometimes less is more. The Nuggets, if you recall last year, played some of their best basketball when they were grossly understaffed. You might recall the Golden State game. And I'm here to tell you, over the course of time, that doesn't work. But in certain instances, being undermanned might actually give you a shot in the arm. They were undermanned last night at Sacramento. The absence of Paul Millsap, absence of Wilson Chandler, the head coach Michael Malone not there. I think that forced guys like Nikola Jokic, Gary Harris, Will Barton to take ownership. And boy, they did. Nikola Jokic, although the numbers don't prove it out, he didn't have career highs in any category. He dominated that game. His presence alone dominated that game. Jokic finishes with 16 points, 14 rebounds, only three assists. But if you go back and watch it, in the third quarter when he scored 10 of those 16 is when the Nuggets took over. Jokic dominated that game last night with authority. I never apologized for beating a bad team, and you can call the Sacramento Kings a bad team. They're four and thirteen. They were five hundred at home before that game last night. They beat a lot of good teams at home. A lot of good teams at home. Not the Nuggets. They came to play. After a really abysmal first quarter, they bounced back after that poop show in LA, and they won a very necessary game against a beatable team before a tough road trip. To Houston. What's the term for the LA game? The poop show. The poop show. Okay. Would you agree? No, I think that's spot on. I just wonder. I'm writing it down. That was good. One observation I want to make, and I guess this is my hot take. It's interesting how when you're missing certain players, you see opportunities for other players. They've got to find a way to get Trey Lyles on the court. At first, Trey seemed a little hesitant to shoot the ball, and I'm screaming through the television screen, dude, take that shot. Take that shot. He got into the flow of things a little bit later. 19 minutes, 8 points, 6 boards. I got to see me more Trey Lyles. I got to have more cowbell. Give me Trey Lyles. Please, we forget that he just turned 22 years old. If one thing emerged from that victory in Sacramento, Trey Lyles has to find a way to see the court. And if that means fewer minutes for one of these other vets, so be it. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Yesterday, Vance Joseph takes the podium at Dove Valley, gets grilled about the decision to fire Mike McCoy, rightfully so, and Vance is insistent it's his decision, which all of us in the room are kind of rolling our eyes. Yeah, Vance, okay. Kind of. It was your decision, sure, all right, whatever. And, And finally it turned into, okay, it was your decision. But what was it like when you, you know, when you and John consulted about it before you did it? 
because we, you know, we got to know what John's reaction was to, to knowing that you were going to fire Mike McCoy. Okay, we'll take it at face value, Vance, but we know you had to have talked to John before you pulled the trigger, right? Listen to VJ. Well, um, you know, I, I met with Mike this morning and, um, I called John after, um, his reaction was, uh, he was okay with it, you know, it was my decision, um, what's best for the football team. You know, he thought it was, you know, it was, it can give us some light to get better offensively. So he was okay with it. I met with Mike this morning and then I called John after. I'll quote Manchester, Balderdash, there's no way you fired Mike McCoy without consulting John Elway. You insulted my intelligence last week when you told me Paxton Lynch may not play all year, and then on Sunday all of a sudden he was miraculously healthy, and you insulted our intelligence yesterday when you told us that you met with Mike, fired him, and John just had no idea. Come on, fans, we're smarter than that. What, what, what did you want him to tell you? Just curious. What did you want to hear? A little closer to the truth. Like what? Give me an example. What would be wrong with, uh, you know, John and I talked after the game on Sunday. Uh, he gave me his opinion on the matter and told me to sleep on it. I slept on it, made my decision, and came in and did it. That would have made me feel a hundred times better. I, I guess the only thing I'd say is that the, the opinion that John gave him is highly influential. Don't Correct. you agree? And he made it seem like mm-hmm. they had not talked about yep. it and John had no influence, which is a complete and utter fabrication. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. I'm going to go a little bit off board, go non-local here, guys. But to me, it's just the most 2017 story of the year. It just so epitomizes how people are nowadays. And this isn't about politics and it isn't about anything else. It's just about people. So one guy does the right thing and he uses his position to help prevent a fellow American from spending or fellow Americans from spending 10 years in prison for doing something dumb and juvenile and stealing a pair of sunglasses. And he gets the UCLA players home from China without having to rot in a Chinese prison for a decade. But he can't just do the right thing. He has to ask for a thank you. He wants a pat on the back. Right. For doing his job. Can't just do the right thing and call it a day. He has to seek adulation Mm -hmm. and thank you. Okay. I don't like that. Then you got the father of one of the idiots. And look, they were idiots. We all talked about it. If you go to a foreign country and you don't mind your P's and Q's and you break the law, you're a moron. But then you got the father of one of the idiots deciding, you know what? I'm going to grandstand and I'm going to make it about my ego and I'm going to make it about my bravado. And he refuses to just say, you know what? Thank you. Thank you on this Thanksgiving week for not letting my son and his two teammates rot in a prison for a decade for stealing a stupid pair of sunglasses. I don't care that I don't like you. I don't care that you're a a blowhard. I'm just going to say thank you because you know what? You did me and my family a solid, a personal favor. So thank you. Why is that so hard? Why is it so hard to just do the right thing and let it be? And why is it so damn hard to just say, hey, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate it. Why? There are a lot of people in this town you don't like, right? Yes. If one of those people unlocked the door for you to help your family, would you thank them? 
Yes. Yes, you if would. If Mike Kliss got my kids out of a Chinese prison, I'd thank him on these airwaves every day. That's going deep. Well, big step for you. I'm a bigger man than LeVar Ball. Well, LeVar Ball's reaction does not surprise me. It doesn't at all. Donald Trump's reaction does doesn't not surprise, surprise me at all. Why are we, but, why are we jumping on this as if this is some sideshow no, no, when no. we know it was going to be one? But because I think more people in every day life are like those two than we like to think. Why can't you just say thank you? And why do you need a pat on the back? By the way, I got flipped the bird on the way to the office again today. You lead the league yeah. in bird flips. I you must drive like a no, no reckless no. fool. I'm driving in the left-hand lane, right? Going along. Guys, two lanes over to my right. He decides to make the two-laner. The two-laner oh, switch. That's... And then he realizes he's going to hit me. Mm-hmm. He swerves back a lane. As I pass him, I didn't do anything. Gives me the... You just looked at him. You just looked at him. <laughs> and he gave me the bird. You made the mistake, dude. Did, did you almost look yeah, you almost have birded our Periscope viewers. <laughs> well, that's fine. Thanksgiving week. Nobody's watching on Periscope. I almost uh, ran over a guy on a bike this morning. Well, then you you should have birded him because yeah. that's what this guy did. Well, did you break his hip? Well, this goes back to my incident. I'm coming through the parking lot at Starbucks over there on Spear. Guy's coming through the alley. Impossible for me to see him. Right. I did one of those, hey! one of those little swervy things. Did he bird you? No, but he looked at me like, what are you doing? I go, I'm driving. What are you doing? It ties into my thing because I was 100% right. And I got birded. My commute to work had no issues. So what is with people today? What is with people? I don't. It is the week. It is the week of the bird. It is Turkey Week. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Akeem Talib at eight fifteen. Comments, questions, thoughts, observations, suggestions. Send them our way. Our text line is three zero nine three three. Our phone number is three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. We're also giving away a pair of Nuggets tickets, correct? Nuggets and Grizzlies Friday night. Plus, you can get qualified to go sit in the penalty box for the Avs game when you hear that two thousand one Stanley Cup Finals well, call. That's what I'm talking about. has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Altitude 950, home of the Avs, has another ultimate avalanche experience. Score! We think you've been a little naughty. Must have squawked something to him. Not sure what he said. So Altitude 950 is putting you in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Final penalty. Holding. Get in there. Seriously, we're going to do that. Seriously? We're putting you and three friends in the penalty box before the Abs and Sabres game on December 5th. Hopefully, that fixes your attitude. Because after that, we'll move you to four great seats for the game. So keep your head up and keep it on Altitude 950 all day for your chance to qualify. I think it's time for me to get some. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. Hi, it's Drew Goodman. There is one road that will always remain the same. It is familiar, it is comfortable, and its destination is somewhere we never quite left. It's the road home. Make your road home a memorable one this year by starting your holiday season at Shop BMW for the Road Home Sales Event. From the iconic 3 Series starting at $299 a month to the attention-commanding X6, there are more models than ever featuring X-Drive all-wheel drive technology. Shop BMW. One price, one person, one hour. 
Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Tune in Wednesday night on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Dallas Stars. Watch on Altitude Wednesday with pregame at 6, puck drop at 7. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. Don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your television home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Overall, speeds are a little bit better than we normally see on a usual commute. Traffic brought to you by Woodley's Fine Furniture. Southbound I-25 is slowing behind a crash at Greenland Road, so watch for that. And speeds are dropping below posted limits southbound I-25 anywhere between Thornton Parkway and Hamden now in pockets. Woodley's Furniture and Design Furniture specializing in custom upholstery, solid wood, and the most comfortable leather furniture imaginable. You will not find better built furniture than at Woodley's. I'm Chris. McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I would say not. Uh, Mike McCoy was the coordinator. It, it, it was it was Mike McCoy's system. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Billy Musgrave has coached a long time in this league, but he's the quarterback coach. That wasn't his responsibility. It was, it was Mike's. Um, moving, moving to Billy, I think we're going to have a chance to, to, um, to have a more efficient pass game with, with simply simplifying the concepts and uh, helping, helping our quarterbacks, um, have a cleaner progression. Interesting, uh, you hear the coach talk about specific defined roles on each team. And let's not convolute this. Let's not pretend that that doesn't matter. All right. We're all professionals at some sort and some effect. You have a role in life. In the NFL, if you're the offensive coordinator, you're going to coordinate the damn offense. You're not going to have the quarterback's coach help you coordinate it. You're going to want to coordinate it, correct? Because it's got your name on it. Yes. It's got your fingerprints on it. So I think Vance Joseph went out of his way to define what Mike McCoy did. McCoy Put the offense together. Define the offense. He distributed the offensive game plan. It was his offense. Bill Musgrave was the quarterback's coach. I think I have my new favorite Vance Joseph quote, though. What is that? We're going to simply simplify the offense. You know, we're going to simply simplify it, Vic. I, I, I need to, I need to get into that because, um, I, I've got some, I've got some insight as to what that means. I, I did some, some phone well, calls. Make one of us. Did uh, they throw Mike McCoy under the bus to you? Well, he, here's my reaction to the whole simplification of the offense and if that'll fix anything. We shall see if that fixes anything. It's hard to simplify an offense when there's a constant revolving door of players in that offense because it's almost like a new offense to each new player every time, correct? And they have a revolving door by design at left guard. They've had a revolving door at right tackle. They've had a semi-revolving door at quarterback, and they've had a revolving door by design at running back. So to say that we're going to make it easier because it's too complex, well, for whom? If you have a team of guys that plays each and every week and has a certain chemistry, 
anything they learn will be easier to adjust to. But if you consistently change the personnel, anything new is going to be new. I, I don't understand how simplifying the offense will fix what the real problem is. And the real problem is they don't have a set set of weapons. They don't. The no. weapons in place aren't good enough. They don't. But I, I, I it was my hot take two months ago when everybody was blaming Mike McCoy for not being more creative. And my point was... If you're going to adapt your offense, you have to adapt it to someone who has a specific skill set. Now, we can sit here and debate Tim Tebow's skill set as an NFL quarterback, but I think all of us would agree he does have a unique skill set. Yes. And the, so the threat to run the ball on every single snap correct. is his skill set. Correct. So they so Mike McCoy back in mm-hmm. 2011 could change his offense a 180 from what he wanted to run. Because Tim Tebow had a set to change it toward. Yes. And at the time, my hot take was, what do people want him to change it? How do, how do you adjust your offense for Trevor Simeon? Mm-hmm. How? What does he bring to the table where you go, well, he's one of a few guys who does that. Same thing with Brock Osweiler. He doesn't really do anything, even if it's weird, he doesn't do anything better than anybody else. Paxton Lynch actually does have a unique skill set. Which is why I've been saying all along, if you want something different, that's the guy you got to go with. If they don't go with with Paxton Lynch on Sunday, I'm going to throw up my arms and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm quitting on the 2017 season. We're going to talk all all about something else. You and I have been at odds for most of this haul, but I will agree with you wholeheartedly. If they don't make the switch to Paxton Lynch this week, there is no justifiable reason, none, zero. I don't see a reason why, none. Even if you think the kid can't play, and, and, and what was fine. the what was the tweet you just read about how they're they're fearing the worst that he's going to turn into the next Nathan Peterman and throw the ball to the other team five times in a game? My reaction to that is let, let's say let's let's believe that the worst case scenario he goes out and throws five picks in the first half against the Oakland Raiders. Here's my reaction. So so I'm with you. I'm and? Like, but here's the other thing, and I, and I heard it coming in this morning. I don't remember as I was bouncing around which national show it was. It was Peter King, and he said they went to Nathan Peterman because he looked better in OTAs, he looked better in training camp, <laughs> and he looked better in practice. <laughs> and I'm like, my God, what does that sound like? Yeah. Right? Does, At some coach point, you have to speak. see what a guy can do yeah. in a game. A controlled environment is not a mm. fair test. Preseason games today – Mean less than they've ever met in, meant in the history of the league. And They're OTAs, a total waste of time. OTAs and all that crap is done without the physicality exactly. of the sport. You remove the physicality of the sport, it's not the same sport. There are certain people, and we, you know what, John Elway to some extent was in this category. Um, Tim Tebow was definitely in this category, who are gamers, right? They're not great practice players. John Elway would look like garbage for three and a half quarters. And in the fourth quarter with the ball in his hands and the game on the line, he was the greatest quarterback to ever live. Put the kid in there in a real situation and see what he can do. I'm tired of worrying about what he does at the whiteboard. It's pointless. Well, and we got to be fair about where that tweet came from. It came from Mike Kliss at 7.06 a.m. I didn't see it. And it said, upstairs at Broncos headquarters, I'm guessing this was said as bosses decided whether Lynch is ready to start in Black Hole. Quote, we can't have Pax pull a Peterman. Will you tell me this, though? Forget what the coaches think, what the front office thinks. Will you, will you at least agree with me on this? 
If Paxton Lynch doesn't start this week, that is more of an indication, that is more of a reflection of Paxton Lynch than anybody else in that organization. Please agree with me on that. Please give me that. Give me a little bit of rope. I would say you're probably, there's a 90% chance you're right. There's a 10% chance of it, though, that they're just, for some reason, they're just gun-shy. And they're and they're treating this kid with kid gloves. But there have to be reasons. And they're though, right? coddling they're ha- him. I I, I get it. I, I would agree with Vic. There's got to be something behind be the scenes because it just doesn't make sure. sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's so obvious. No, I'm with it's you. So ridiculous that we just like what? You. I'm with you. And so a 90 percent reason for that is he's just terrible. Mm-hmm. That's. But there, I don't know what no, the not, other one not is. Not physically terrible, but there's something going on that we don't see on a daily basis. There's something there. There's something in the room. There's something they all notice. He's I, 20, I mean, I'm just throwing out, he's, it's a hypothetical. It's a, I, I need to make that very clear. He's 20 minutes to late to work every single day and he just can't get that right. Like, it's gotta be something right. that ridiculous that, that we he's just not starting know. on Sunday. Um, and again, that's just a total hypothetical. I gotta tell you this. I spoke to several members of the Broncos offense yesterday. I decided to do a little leg work on this and I did an informal poll. What was it about McCoy's offense that what wasn't that wasn't working? Why the change? Was it that complex? Three guys. All right, when I say a few, three. All three people told me the offense was pretty easy for them. The offense was fine. They had no issues. They woke up, did their thing. It was complex to a few. And those few mm. were critical to the success of the offense. Mm. And when I say a few, think about which positions are necessary for the execution of an offense. The quarterback position, couple offensive line positions. Yes. And, and, and we've seen breakdowns of their offensive line, you know, film study type yeah. stuff where yeah. it's like, uh, nobody blocked anybody on exactly. that play, guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, that's, so when you look at it and see what positions typically turn into coaches, and or analysts, it's typically quarterbacks and offensive linemen. So the three guys I talked to, all three of them said the same exact thing. Offense isn't hard. A no, couple guys make it hard. It's really not that complicated for a wide receiver. Uh, a running back, there's a little bit of pass protection that can be complicated at times. Mm. Um, but it's offensive line and line quarterback. That's where it's complicated. From it's the Green Pro Partners hand. text line 30933-30933, I agree wholeheartedly with this texture. Please place your name at the end of the text. I'd love to identify you. 5452. Don't tell us he can't play. Show us he can't play. Exactly. That's exactly right. And, and, and you're hypothetical, and I know you're, you're making that it's up. It's a total hypothetical. I need to make but, that clear. But let's say that's it. At some point, if you're in year two, you're more than halfway through year two of your NFL career, and you're doing that, you know how I'm going to teach you the lesson that you need to show up on time? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go out and get your ass kicked. Let me give you one in the counter. Black hole. Let me give you one That's counter. what I'm going to do. One counter. the season's lost. Let me give you one counter to that notion. What if, and again, pure conjecture, what if they're trying to redeem some trade value there? What if the notion is we're going to part ways with this guy? He's got a big cap hit. We don't want to show the world that he can't play. We're going to go ahead and what okay. trade value does he have? Up what, but it, other I, than being whatever, a first round pick, I don't know if he has it. any trade value. I don't value. know a pick, pick but Vic, a seventh. If you're, so you're going to turn a first into a seventh, if you're Cleveland and you're sitting there going, I think we may trade for him. Uh, they didn't play him at all in a disastrous yeah. season. Teams have done That's worse. That's not a red flag. Hey, teams have done worse. Team, Man. you know it. You, the teams have done Look, worse. The, the, every Bronco fan in Broncos country should be rooting for some glimmer of hope in the final six weeks because Paxton Lynch is a $4.4 million cap hit if they cut him. 
if they have to go sign a free agent quarterback and spend $20 million on it, you're losing the keep to lead Bradley Roby, Von Miller's getting traded. Something's happening to free up that money. Your best bet is that Paxton Lynch can play and he's your quarterback next year. That's your best or bet. That, or that he's terrible. You go three and 13 and you get your pick of the, pick of the litter at number two. And then two. you get a guy on a rookie contract. Right. But next year is going to be a struggle. It's, you're going to have Unless a rookie. Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah, we've seen rookie quarterbacks okay. have success before. Dak Prescott had three all-pro offensive linemen in front of him. Do we have that here? Dak Prescott had a Pro Bowl all-pro running back. Dak Prescott has a Hall of Fame tight end. Dak Prescott has an all-pro wide receiver. Okay, we got that. We don't have Jason Witten. We don't have three all-pro offensive linemen. And we don't have Ezekiel Elliott. There ain't a running. There ain't a quarterback going to come in here and pull a Dak. Don't say we. You don't play for the team. Oh, that's fair. Danny on the text line. Quote, Guys, it is hailing at my house right now. What the hell is going on? Where do you live, Danny? And if, for that matter, please send us your weather reports. It seems like a really crazy-looking day today. Danny brought us donuts. Doesn't he live down south? Is that the same is Danny? Is that the same Danny? I yeah. don't know. Didn't but apparently, it's... Grandview Wolves beat uh, Valor Christian? They yeah. upset Valor. Wow, a playoff without Valor. It is raining today. Friday night. Friday night. It's November 17th. Pouring rain. Should it be snowing on November 17th? It shouldn't be raining. It's supposed to be 70 degrees on Thanksgiving Day. I know. And my annual Turkey Day football game that I still going to play I can't play. That's the thing I was asked yesterday about my team. I can't play because of my accident. That's so good. Thank you to that driver. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. When we come back, I've never been more wrong about an athlete. I'll explain. All right, attention, homeowners, you need to sell that house. My brother just sold his house. Troy Hansford was the man. Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. He's going to make you the following offer. He'll sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. He has an exclusive system for marketing homes, a system that is proven to get clients more money than you think. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. The phone number, 720-900-4433. That's Troy Hansford. If you don't think there's a lot to be cheering about in Denver, you might not be paying close enough attention. Baseball pass to Jokic in stride. alley Home of the Nuggets. Jamal Murray. I feel need Home of the Avalanche. Comes to McKinnon. He's going to have speed in the runway zone. Holds up, shoots, and scores! Nathan McKinnon's short side. The game. Winning. Goal. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. 
Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job with small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. The breakfast burrito, mostly. Sam's number three. I'm a sucker for burritos, and then you make a breakfast, and I'm in. I love their home fries, and I love the tomatillo sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good, and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long-held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna and Parker, in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown at 15th and Kern. Stuffed is a good word. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Watch for an accident clearing up the right lane of westbound C-470 approaching Bowles. Traffic is brought to you by Woodley's Fine Furniture. Delays on I-25 southbound. Stop and go between Broadway and Colorado Boulevard where there's an accident clearing. And then further south, a delay behind a crash southbound I-25 at Greenland Road. Woodley's Furniture and Design Furniture specializing in custom upholstery, solid wood, and the most comfortable leather furniture imaginable. You will not find better built furniture than at Woodley's. I'm Chris McLaughlin. With traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hands it off to Will Barton. Bucket here. Denver's got their big lead of the game. Barton looked at the three, didn't shoot it, gets down the lane, cross court in the corner to Lyles for three. Yes, that one's good. Timeout, Dave Yeager. Nuggets have a double digit lead. They're up by 10. Yes, Trey was great. Uh, you know, obviously, you can stretch the floor, you can put it on the, on the deck, create opportunities off the bounce. Um, puts a lot of fours at a deficit because he's uh, got mobility, um, a skill set that's unique. Trey Lyles getting 19 minutes of action last night. No Paul Millsap, no Wilson Chandler. Nuggets had to dig deep. They had to go deeper into the bench. They did, and they won. 114-98, big road win against Sacramento. And it's hard for me to call it a big road win. It is Sacramento. They are 4-13. and But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? For those of you who've watched the Nuggets this season and the inconsistencies on the road and the product, what did I call it? The poop show in L.A. the other night. This was a great bounce-back win. Second game of a back-to-back. 
to go to Sacramento and to play the way they did, especially in the third quarter, looked good. Losing to two lottery teams back-to-back would have been frustrating, and it would have been the kind of losses that when we were sitting here in April saying, man, if you had just had one of those, you'd be a little more comfortable in your playoff seating. So yeah. that was a big win last night. By the way, Michael Malone will join the crew at 10.15. Julie Brownman and Rod Mackey sitting in for Scott Hastings uh, this morning. So at 10.15, Michael Malone will join them. And I guess Michael Malone now has a... Uh, he has a challenge on his hands, and here here's what it is, in my opinion. Watching last night's game showed me a couple things. They need more space on the floor for Jokic to do his thing. And when I say more space, they need to combine, they need to give Jokic more shooters when he's out there. Because when he can find guys on the wing to play with, he's more effective. I need to see more Trey Lyles. He can shoot the ball. Now, he was hesitant to shoot the ball. But he can shoot the ball, and he could shoot effectively. Who are some players that you'd like to see minutes shortened to get Trey Lyles more playing time? Mm. I could give you a couple. Okay, let's hear them. Mason Plumley and Wilson Chandler. Just because Lyles, just right now, you're a little more confident in him than yes. those two. Well, I'm, confidence is I want to see what he can do. Okay, I just want to see what he can do. And I don't know if you guys agree or disagree there. I know what Mason Plumley does. I know what Wilson Chandler does. I'm still trying to find out what Trey Lyles is. And from what I saw last night, I like it. I would agree that Trey Lyles is still a bit of a wild card, right? He was their draft night acquisition, who we heard about a training camp battle with him and Kenneth Fareed, and ultimately Fareed won it. But that doesn't mean we need to give up on Trey Lyles. Uh, as we've seen, when training camp battles go one way, that doesn't necessarily mean we should give up on the other guys. So uh, I I think that he was your draft night acquisition, and you do uh, deserve to give him a shot at something. Now, look, I don't look at NBA games with the same in the same vantage point coaches do. Not the same prison. Coaches look at it from a defense out standpoint. I get that. I look at the numbers, and I look at Juancho Hernan Gomez, 23 minutes. Two of four from the three-point line. He had 11 points, four boards. It's pretty good for a guy off the bench who hasn't played all season, who had sure. mono. That's pretty good. Those are good numbers, right? Why can't he do what some of these other guys have done? Why Why can't he get more? I, that's a tough deal for Michael Malone, having to put these guys on a leash and manage minutes. It's the toughest part for any head coach. Well, I think whether it's Lyles or whether it's Wancho, I think the conundrum for a coach is you don't know what you're going to get. Right, I think you know what you're going to get night in, night out from Wilson Chandler, as an example, for the most part. Now, Wilson Chandler's numbers tend to be peaks and valleys, right? He's the guy who'll have 28, and then the next three games he'll have two, four, and seven. But I think in terms of kind of what kind of player he is, you know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Wancho and Lyles, and tends to happen with young players, they'll be great one game. I mean, Wancho last year against the Warriors in that big home win. He was awesome, and he didn't do anything after that. So it's that, man, if we're counting on him and he has one of those total no-show nights that you get out of young players every once in a yeah, while, yeah. that can that can be tough to but, but don't plan you have, for. But I'll go and apply the same theory that you apply to the young point guards. That's what you're going to get with young players. That's why I would, I'm with you. I would play him. It's why I would have played Paxton. It's why I would have wanted to play Murray and Moutier. You have to play him. Otherwise, that those ups and downs are never going to level out. You have to find your your level point, and then it, and then you know, then you decide. Well, is that level point good enough that he should be a starter? You have to you have to find that. Well, you have to you have to play him. And, and, and I guess that's the question that that needs to be posed to Michael Malone is what what does he see 
in Wilson Chandler to give him so many minutes? What is uh, and I'm not what, saying what, what is, is it in Wilson's game? What does Wilson Chandler make compared to Trey Lyles and Wancho? A lot more. Okay. I mean, let's not be totally naive and not think that has something to do with it. I think he's a veteran, so he's more consistent, and he makes a hell of a lot more money. Darrell Arthur's a veteran. He doesn't see the court. No, but also face value. Face value, Wilson Chandler's the fourth or fifth best player on this team. Based just, on what? Just face value. But but does it mesh? See, you can have great players that don't mesh with what you have is what I'm saying. I mean, Jokic is the best player. Millsap's the second best player. After that, it's it's some combination of Murray, Harris, and Chandler. That's why that's your starting five. I mean, it is. that. Those are your five best players, right? How you know, many times? You're, you're right. They don't always mesh. Like, you can really like some ingredients. Like, man, I really love If it love doesn't work, whatever. it doesn't work. I really love garlic, but I don't want it, I don't want it in my cookies, right? Like, sometimes it just doesn't work. But I, I'm saying I think that's why the starting five was chosen as the starting mm-hmm. five, because mm-hmm. Coach Malone picked the five best players. But I do think you guys need make a point that sometimes we need to tweak it and adjust it. I don't know what Wilson Chandler's mindset would be coming off the bench. I, ju- I just don't. We have talked a lot about this team needs a glue guy or kind of a nasty guy or whatever. And I think it's more, I mean, they do need that. And I'm not saying Trey Lyles or Wancho is going to be that guy. But they kind of need guys who are willing to just be role guys, more glue guys. Maybe that's where someone like a Lyles can step well, in. Well, let, let me read some of the text. He can do that role. Um, the, many of you who watch the game, I, I, listen, um, no suggestion will go unheeded on this show because that's what we do. And if you watch enough basketball, um I think you qualify as we do, is an amateur opinion here. Uh, this one comes from 7732. Lyles should replace Plumley in the rotation. It's obvious who the better player is. Uh, different positions. You know, Trey Lyles is more of a four. Plumley comes in to fulfill that five role most of the time. Different positions. That's a tough one. But I will tell you this. When you're watching a Nuggets game and sometimes you just blurt out, what the hell are you doing? How often do you do that for certain players? You do that a lot for Plum Dog, don't you? Yeah, six out don't, of ten times it's don't you? Plumley. Moutier had me doing that a couple times last night. Yeah. Did he not? He had a tough first half. What I the thought. hell are you doing? You know, you, you do that sometimes. So, Fareed will have one of those. Uh, you don't get those really ever from Gary Harris. Gary is you're exactly right. Gary you know had one play that he got a little too liberal with the ball last night, but that more most of the time Gary Harris is rock. Solid. Jokic is good for one of those a night. Yes, but you can get away with it when you're Nikola Jokic. <laughs> you can, but he's always got one like the behind the back alley oop. Like, how about the UP through to Jamal Murray? That was a play. Yeah. That, that was the highlight we played of Kaz, right? That was nice. That's the kind of play when I talk about Jamal Murray can be a star. It's that kind of play where it's like, man, that's a lead sports center kind of a highlight. When this team gets good, five two five three makes a great point here, and I don't disagree with him. In fact, again, the challenge of a coach like Michael Malone is not only to get minutes for your best players, but to make players happy, to make players work hard. Uh, he says here he thinks Wilson would be great off the bench because it would give him more of an offensive opportunity. Well, yes and no, because who's the first player off the Nuggets bench? Will Barton. And what does he do? He's the sixth man of the year. Candidate. He fills it up. That's yeah. what he does. He shoots. So right. most of those scoring opportunities are taken by Will Barton off the bench. But Wilson Chandler, his best basketball as a Denver Nugget came from what position? From a bench player. And it is what it is. And it could be offensive. You could think what you want. But his best basketball came when he came off the bench. 
Why are they showing me so much Jokic highlights right now? It's fortunate. I don't know. That's NBA, That's NBA TV. TV. Oh, I should have known better. Yeah. yeah. So would you tweak the starting five at this point once you have everyone back on Wednesday night in Houston, assuming Paul Millsap yeah, can play? That's fingers a, crossed. That is a slippery slope, H-Dub, because right now you're 10-7. and seven, You're tied for the lead in the division. Things are sort of working to your favor. But if you go through some slide... If something happens, they go through a slide, then you'd have to turn to that. I would. Because um you stick with this as long as you can, right? As long as it proves out. They play in Houston tomorrow night. Houston right now tied for the best record in the Western Conference. Houston's a really good team. Well, and that's why winning last night was so important yes. because you were staring an 0-3 road trip down if you lost last night. Now, I think you're playing with house money tomorrow night in Houston mm. because if you win, that's gravy. I mean, this time of the year, right? That's a two and one road trip with a win against the team that's going to be the one or two seed, probably. That would be huge. Uh, zero nine two seven. Lyles did a much better job on Zebo and Kufus than Plum Dog did, so I don't want to hear about positions. I don't dispute that. Positions, you know, the NBA has quite become positionless. Positions don't matter nearly as much as they used to. My God, I'm watching Costas Kufus last night. Are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? This guy's playing like an all-star at times. That little raindrop jumper that he throws up there that goes in every single time. Remember when he played for the Nuggets and people said, who the hell is Costas Kufus? Yeah, you're not even saying his name right. Costa Kufus. There you go. Wait, it, I got a pronunciation of a player right. It's not Costas? I think the S is silent. There. Yeah, I don't know. Costa Kufus. There's no Costa silence. Kufus. Although keep in mind, me with an NBA name... And will just with anything. Oh yeah, you're right. There is no S at the end Thank of it. Thank you. It is Costa just Costa. Kufus. Well, freaking Costa Kufus lit it up last night. Seven of nine. He missed two shots for 16 points. Seven of nine. I think to say he's playing like an all-star. Will Barton was nine of 15, five of six from three. Every time Kufus got the ball in the paint, he scored. Top of the hour, you got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Nuggets continue their road trip as they head to Houston to take on the Rockets. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting it away at 5.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Name the HBO comedy series on which this song is played. The intro. Ballers? Good job. Have you seen it? No. That's a comedy series? It's termed a comedy. I don't know. Hmm. Semi-drama, comedy. I get enough sports in my real life. I'd rather watch, like, detective shows or something. Yeah. This is Drake, right? Uh, I think so. Oh. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Pretty up with it. Pretty hip. I think it's Katy Perry. 30933 is our text number. Maybe I'll uh, karaoke it. We're going to give away a pair of Nuggets tickets this morning. Uh, Nuggets Grizzlies on Friday night. Big night in the NBA last night. Did you guys see Minnesota lost? So now Minnesota, Denver, and Portland. Portland won last night. All tied 10-7, and seven, leading the Northwest Division. We're also going to give away an unbelievable... VIP experience to an Avs game. 
Uh, when you hear, what is the play that the play that they're supposed to call in on? When you hear the call of the 2001 Stanley Cup Finals, be caller number five. We won't give okay. it away today, but we'll qualify yeah. someone today. Qualify someone all this week, all next week, and then we'll pick a winner. Four tickets to the game, and the best part, it's Av Sabres. You're sitting in the penalty box before the game. Now, so, is, is this VIP enough for VIP police guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> remember him? Yeah, that wasn't happy last time. Yeah. He's going to want to stay in that penalty box the entire game. And I can understand that. So if they hear what call now? What is the famous call? When the Az won the 2001 Stanley Cup. So like the the last goal in the cup? What? Just something from that cup? No, just the final 10 seconds of that game. You know where I spent the final 10 seconds of that game? Where? I was outside on the street in front of Pepsi Center oh. getting ready for a newscast to start. I didn't get a chance to see Pepsi Center explode in celebration. How mad was I? Twice now. Twice. In my recent history, the play-in game at Coors Field, when Holiday crossed home plate, where was I? Outside in the parking Outside lot. Coors Field doing a freaking sports cast. Did not see it. Heard it, didn't see it. Two monumental moments. You can almost call them the greatest sports moments on home turf in Denver. I was at each event, and I missed the climactic moment. What about winning the AFC title games? Again, that's not the championship. That's... The world, the world, yeah, the Rockies wasn't game. the championship. Yeah, it felt like it. Nin- Jan- January 1st, 1978, Mile High Stadium is the greatest moment ever on Denver soil. No, no, no. It's not bigger than 77. 77 was the biggest moment. No, ever. that was no. The, no, the old Jan- one, the old one Stanley Cup was the biggest. January 1st, 1978. Oh, oh I thought you said 98. No, 78. The, when they beat the yes, Raiders to yes. go to the eight, to no, go the Super Bowl. Yep. Was the biggest moment in the history yep. of Denver sports. And not, not on a single Denver one of soil. us, you know, we're too young to really experience it. We saw it, we didn't experience it. You, you weren't even born yet. Nope. But again, I'll tell people that are younger, that was the day Denver grew up. It was our moon landing. Yes. Power five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the power five. And we know how much you love your moon. Oh. Yeah, let's not get back yes. into the moon again, man. We wouldn't have this Power 5 without the moon. That Did you know moon. that, Mick? Another invention brought <laughs> about by moon research. only is happening right now because of the moon. Stupid moon. You guys are jerks. Would, would, would we have gravity without the moon? Would gravity exist? You have one-sixth the gravity on the moon. Would we have Thanksgiving without the moon? Yep. Yeah. 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 You would. Right. We would continue Wait, to we be have one, smart aleck about so it. So on the moon, it's one-sixth the amount of the moon. You know what? So could I dunk on you, the moon? You guys could, yeah, definitely. You guys could just be... A little less like LeVar Ball and just say, thank you, NASA. You know, that's funny that you said it. Remember how you asked me one day, would you ever want to go to the moon? And I said, hell no, no reason. If you can guarantee I dunk on the moon and I have the sensation of dunking a basketball, I'm in. Didn't you tell Josh Dover on Twitter last night that you'd be ready to die now if you could dunk? Yes. So that's what I'm saying. If you give me a moon landing, give me a couple hours of a pickup game on the moon where I'm throwing down, I'm in. Do what you want. Seems a little dramatic. All right, speaking of Thanksgiving, we've got a... uh, pair of tickets to go see the Nuggets and Grizzlies Friday night at the Pepsi Center the night after. And we had talked about this a few weeks ago, and I kept it stashed in the back of my head for this week because it's going to be a whole lot of sitting around this week, a whole lot of doing nothing with the family and friends. 30933 on the Reem Pro Partners text line. Your favorite board game, 30933. Uh, favorite one, you're going to the Nuggets we, and Grizzlies. We, we played one last night already because I got both of the older kids in town. So the wife feels it necessary to get the board games out already. And I told her, I rolled my eyes. I go, we better get this done before the Nuggets game. I ain't got time for this. But we played that um, Taboo. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Taboo's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, some where you can't say five words yeah, and you got to try and get them to give another cheat. word. It's Let's all... be honest, though. You just didn't like participating with your family. That's true. But it's the cheating that that comes in. It, the the game always devolves into who cheated, how well you know the other person, and ah, I'm not a big fan. 30933, get creative. We'll send you our favorite one of the Nuggets. Game. All right, I've got three nominations. Okay. My favorite game of all time is Trivial Pursuit. Great game. It, can't you just do that with anything, though? Just You ever just play trivia questions off the top of your yeah. head? I, yeah. I, I like, I like that. Google. I, I like hasn't testing. Google overtaken Trivial Pursuit? Yeah. We've got this thing called the Internet yeah. now. I like testing cool. our knowledge, yeah. which is fun. Uh, Cards Against Humanity uh, with the right crowd and yeah, a few well, cocktails. Is that the one that gets a little, little racy? Yeah. yeah. And then there's yeah. another game called Code Names. It's a new game that's been that's out. That's a fun one. That's I'm, a fun one. Trying to get people to guess which cards are yours. That's fun. Is that a kid's that, game? No, well, there's a, there's an adult version. Yeah. It can get a little blue. I bet you there's a lot of Dungeons and Dragons that goes on at the Marillat household, too. No, but my kids, little degenerates, you guys will yeah. like this. Uh, they invented a game last night. See, uh, now, let me just stop you right there. If you're a child and you don't invent games or sports, you're not a child to me. Oh, yeah, they invent sports in the basement all That's, the time. If you're not inventing some sport, you ain't living. They invented a, a game, and it was could dad put all 32 NFL teams... In order in terms of standings. So like, Oof. who are the, who are the wow. nine teams? Who are the eight teams? Kids are like sports fans. They're like, fanatics. My kids hate sports. Uh, I was pretty good. I missed on the, the I missed on the Ravens. I overstated the Ravens. I thought they were six and four. They're only five. And I five could not do that, by the way. I could not do that. I missed three. And I was <laughs> I off do by it. a game on all. Three. What a great game. It was See, fun. that's a great freaking game. Fun. My wife was not too into it. She was like, I think I'm out of this one. She's I'm just drinking white wine somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I've got two nominees. Uh, first of all, I'm into more sophisticated board games now that I'm older. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what are they? Uh, Ticket to Ride. Never heard of it. Uh, I don't know what you my people nephews do. play. That it's real. I don't know. That I'd call it sophisticated. Yeah, it's pretty complicated. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm sure at your age, the best board game out there is called Tinder. True. Yeah. yeah Touche. Exactly. And uh, Settlers of Catan. Is, is it Catan or Catan or Caton or whatever? Catan. But that's Again, another one. Never heard of it. Very complicated, but I have a very good grasp of it, so I'm pretty that's good at it. That's a big game at the in-laws, and that's when I watch Netflix. All right, Vic, you want to read some of these coming in here? Uh, catchphrase says seven nine four seven. What, what is catchphrase? I assume it has something to do with a catchphrase. Yeah, I've played it. It's got the little thing, and a, the word comes up. You're trying to get people to guess. Yeah, it. it's like a hot potato. It. And then it's hot potato. Yeah, 1529 yeah, yeah. says risk. Never played risk. Always saw it, never played it. Clue played it once. I wasn't hate into Clue. It. Clue is the worst game ever invented. Because you know what you do? You do all the work and eliminate, you know, process of elimination, and then the person next to you who hasn't done anything gets to get the answer right. I hate Clue with a passion. I used to like playing uh, the. Op- Kluga, I used it. to like playing when I was a kid, and I got this for Christmas. Remember the game Operation? Yeah. Oh, I used yeah. to like playing with my grandma because her freaking hands would shake, <laughs> and I'd win every time. You're mean. <laughs> what was always the toughest one? You had the the rubber band was kind of tough to get the out. The bone, the funny bone was tough. Yeah, the, the heart. Funny, was tough. Are you kidding me? You have no idea what we're talking Operation? about. Operation? Yeah. Is that really a board game? Yeah, it buzzes at you when you oh, yeah, 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 pull game. the thing out. Yeah, like, I honestly thought after playing that game successfully that I could, I thought I could be a surgeon. Well, you had some of the skills. I am a doctor. Uh, some of the other games coming in on the, on the text line. Uh, you mean a game that's not on my kid's phone or Xbox? I've never heard of it. I agree with 1757. Good luck finding one. If they don't have it in front of them, I swear to God, this got me yesterday. My son's home from college. You know what he does all day? All day. This. All day. 
YouTube, whatever, all, right. all day. And I'm like, dude, you know, there's life outside of this thing. On it you all the time. All the, it's all they do. So I made, um, my wife and I talked about this and I, on Thanksgiving Day, everyone's phones are gone. Whoa, my phone just went off. Siri's talking yeah. to you now. Shut up! I'm on the radio show! Does that include your phone? Okay then, I won't create the event. <laughs> Uh, no, not my phone. I have to administer the policy. Not you, follow. You, you need it for work. Uh, Battleship says Adam was mm. my favorite as a kid. I did play Battleship. That's just a guessing game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's some strategy. Once G4. you find one, you know which way to go. Yeah. Two seven one six. We used to play a game called Get Grandpa Drunk and ask him about politics. <laughs> <laughs> we played that with Grandma in my household too. Yeah. Uh, scat- categories. Oh, categories well, is fun. What is that? So you roll the, it's like a, a die that's got about 20 sides. You roll it, it gives you a letter. So let's say you have S. And then there's 10 categories. you got to come up with things that start with yeah, S. I've lost interest. City, sports yeah. team, I've lost interest. Oh, you, you get know. double if you go, like, if it's P and you do Pittsburgh Pirates, you get two. See, the big games for us, you know, mainly boys in my family, they were always active games, like ping pong or foosball. We used to have some freaking foosball tournaments that got ugly. I don't like foosball. You don't have the wrist action, do you? No, you just don't have the coordination. The left hand? You're not coordinated. You're a spinner. Nothing. You're a spinner guy. That's Ooh, what you that's are. That's against the rules. You're a spinner I guy. Spin. Yeah, you put the spinner guy back and let him play goalie I'm and just guy, hope. I'm hope the guy playing hope goalie with the left hand and yeah. I'm right there and I move him out of the way. Like, mm. like what am I doing? I'm terrible at that game. We're going to give away a pair of Nuggets tickets. Have we determined, are we going to the Nuggets tickets based on the Power Five, or are we going to ask a question? Our favorite Power Five suggestion. I hate that. Can we ask a question, have somebody earn a ticket once in a while? Sorry, we already did it. Oh. But remember how well you executed trivia last week? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. When we had, see you ask a question. When we had Marty spend four days coming up with questions, yeah. and Vic gave it to the first person. Up next on the show, Aqib Talib. How will he answer the question about soft? Let's decide five minutes from now. I want to take a second this morning to tell you about my friends at American Financing. You can reach them anytime at 303-695-7000 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. With the holidays around the corner, wouldn't it be great to skip mortgage payments until next year? Believe it or not, you might be able to. With a home loan refinance, you're paying off your current mortgage and getting yourself into a newer, cheaper mortgage. And because it's a new loan, you may be able to postpone up to two payments depending on when you close. So that means no payments from now until 2018. How do you do it? Contact my friends at American Financing. They employ salary-based mortgage consultants. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing. Reach them now, 303-695-7000, or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823-34, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Last year under Kubiak, the Broncos' offense was as pedestrian, boring, and awful as you could possibly imagine. With Trevor Simeon as your quarterback. Whole different set of coaches, whole different scheme. It's the same story this year. Sometimes you have to look at the common denominator, and that is John Elway. Whether it's Mike McCoy, Bill Musgrave, Rick Dennison, Gary Kubiak, whomever, give your offense a quarterback who can play and make plays. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. 
J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An accident cleared southbound I-25 at Colorado Boulevard. Slight delay behind that. It is recovering southbound I-25. That accident down at Greenland Road has been cleared. Traffic brought to you by Woodley's Fine Furniture. Overall, the drive is better than we normally see in holiday mode right now with lighter traffic and better speeds. Woodley's Furniture and Design Furniture specializing in custom upholstery, solid wood, and the most comfortable leather furniture imaginable. You will not find better built furniture than at Woodley's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This is the Akeem Talib Show. Our field, our show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check him out at Metro21Homes.com. Icon Suit, professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. Honda Power Equipment, power you can trust. I gotta show up and do something, right? This is the Akeem Talib Show. Let's go! On Altitude 950. Every Wednesday, 8.15, Tuesday, I should say. I always get my days mixed up. It's that week, Thanksgiving week. You're allowed to get your days mixed up on a holiday week like this one. Let's go straight to the hotline and welcome in Akib Talib. Akib, what do you guys do differently during a Thanksgiving week? Do you practice the same time, same day? Do they give you any time to enjoy the turkey? Uh, No, I think we, we had a pretty much the same schedule on uh. On Thursday, we may come in earlier and, and get out a little bit earlier, but we're talking like an hour earlier yeah. and an hour earlier. So, I mean, for the most part, it's the same schedule. Because Thursday's your big work day. Uh, you, you don't even get a chance to watch those football games, do you? Uh, yeah, we get a chance to watch them. I mean, you come home, you get your work done fast, and then uh, you get to enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. Well, it's harder for a guy that's got to prepare for a game, but... Let's start here. Yesterday, big news out of Dove Valley. Mike McCoy let go. Uh, a, were you surprised? And uh, B, do you think it'll help the team? Uh, I wouldn't say I was surprised, man. I've seen so much stuff happening happen in this league, you know, playing for 10 years now. So nothing really surprises me, man. But, uh, I mean, it was a change. They, they felt like it was necessary, so... Uh, we'll, we'll see how it works out. Uh, I know Bill Musgrave had a real 
tough offense to defend when he was in, when he was in, uh, in Oakland. So I definitely prepared for that offense a bunch. Yeah. And yeah. and it's a it's a pretty tough offense to defend. So we'll just see how it go. But when Mike McCoy was brought in, you were one of the guys, and not just you. I'm not going to single you out. A lot of guys were saying, "Hey, our defense is solid." They're bringing in a dude like McCoy, who's an offensive genius, offensive guru. This can't go wrong. Well, it, it went wrong. Uh, do you feel like Mike was scapegoated a little bit, or, or, or you know what I'm saying? People, someone's got to lose a job when the offense doesn't work, and I guess he's the one that won that contest. Exactly. I mean, uh, he was the leader of the offense, man. He was the play caller. He was the guy putting the game plan together, man. So if the if, if the offense is not clicking, man. They, they, he wasn't the first to go. I mean, first they, they took Trev's job first. So, I yeah. mean, he wasn't the first to go. They took Trev's job because Trev was the one running the show out there. Uh, it didn't, it didn't really get too much better. So the next guy was Mike. I mean, it's the NFL, man. Just how to, just how the game goes. Somebody's got to be accountable for it. So I guess this time it was Mike. Dude, how weird was it seeing Trevor in street clothes on game day? This guy's a captain on the team. I mean, and all of a sudden he's not even suiting up. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, when you start losing games, man, it's, it's, things start changing, man. So I guess they wanted, to, they wanted Paxton to be the backup. Paxton is healthy now. So if, if someone would have went left, they they wanted to see how Paxton looked in the game. So it's just how the game goes. Keep mathematically, you're not yet eliminated. So I guess there is some slim hope in there. But would you be at all concerned? Would you care if this team, if this staff, Started experimenting at certain positions just to see what they have going for next year. Uh, I mean, they're gonna do whatever they're gonna do, man. It's a John Elway team, so whatever whatever he says goes. So, uh, like I said, man, nothing surprises me in this league. So, man, whatever they decide to do, it it, it won't surprise me. So, it wouldn't surprise you if Paxton Lynch lines up as a starting quarterback tomorrow? <laughs> no, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, it went nothing would surprise me, man. I mean, they drafted him early. He's a he's an early early round draft pick, and uh, they probably want to see him in the game. And and and, and it's a fresh start, so they got a new offensive coordinator, so the, the players will be called a little bit different. So, I mean, if, if Paxton was the starting quarterback, it wouldn't surprise me at all. What do you see out of him in practice? I'm sure he's run some scout team. I'm, I'm, you've gone against him many a times. What, what potential does he have if he has the opportunity to play for us to say, okay, this guy's the real deal? I mean, well, he definitely could run. He definitely could. He has a great, a great, uh, second, second, like, he could throw the ball. He has, he has them legs, man. He brings them mm-hmm. legs, that running ability to the game. So, uh, how this league is working right now, man, it's just, it's, it's a bunch of RPOs, it's run pass options. So, man, that's, that kind of, that kind of hurt us a little bit last, last week when Andy Darden did a couple, a couple of the run pass options on third down. He got a couple first downs on us. So, man, uh, if we put him in, man, and we, if we kind of go to that college style offense, man, I think he, he may be successful at it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, if you're going to play him, don't you got to play him? To his strengths, don't you got to alter the offense a little bit? You can't expect a player who has those strengths to play a typical pro offense. You got to let him run a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think Bill Musgrave is, is a genius, man. He, uh, he's smart enough to put put Paxton in in good positions. If if, if Paxton was the quarterback we went with, and, uh, he's smart enough to put him in in good positions, put him in things that in positions that make him feel comfortable. So. uh that's kind of what the league is turning to now, anyway, man. If you know, if you're not a Tom Brady, man, then you're probably running that that college style offense if you're being successful. So, 
So I'm sure uh, Bill will set something up for him if, it, if, if that's the way Elway wants to go. You're listening to Akeem Tlaib. Last Friday night, John Elway says uh, we've gotten a little soft. Uh, a lot of reaction from a lot of different players. What was your reaction to those comments? Man, it's it, it, John is the boss. He's entitled to his own opinion, man. So he can say whatever he want to say. He's the boss. It's his team, man. That's the way he felt. I'm sure. I'm sure he really felt like that, or he wouldn't have felt. He wouldn't have said it. So that's the way he felt. That's what he said. He he, he was the boss, man. So. He can say what he want to say. Well, then why were so many dudes offended by it? I mean, you know, why do you take it personally? If, if if he says we're soft, I think he means everybody, not just players, coaches, everybody, the whole damn program. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know. Guys, guys took a little offense to it, man. I mean, I might have been one of those guys, grown man. You don't want to be called soft. Yes. You know, we, we're soft. We, we think one definition of soft. So, I mean, he could have been talking about a lot of stuff. He could have been talking about us just, just not, not holding each other accountable, not – let, let you see somebody sleeping in me and then not saying nothing to him. That's being soft, you know. Just you scared to say something to him, or you know what I'm saying he could have been talking about anything. He didn't. He didn't necessarily have to be talking about the soft that everybody interpreted, you know. So yeah. I mean, uh, just grown man, man. Guys don't want to be called soft, but man, see, I, the boss. If that's the way he felt, then then that's the way he felt. I totally agree with you there, and, and I'm, I'm glad you you offered that perspective. He's not. I don't think he's questioning your courage. It's not like he's saying, "Oh, you're not going over the middle now because you're soft," or "You're not willing to tackle the dude because you're soft." There's a lot of different variations. So I really believe that's what he had intended. Now I think it's a little too late. I, I don't think it's going to save the season. Do you almost wish you would have brought it up earlier in the season? Uh, no, I don't, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't feel like it really did nothing for the players. It ain't really, mm-hmm. like, helping no type of way. But, I mean, he, he wanted, he, they asked him a question, and, uh, that was his answer. So, it don't matter when he would have brought it up, I don't think, and, uh, cause it, it really didn't help. Keep, how come you didn't stick to AJ Green? What, what, what's with the defensive alignment and strategy? If, if someone said to me, you're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, I'd say, okay. Uh, Keep goes everywhere AJ goes. Why, why isn't that the case? Uh, I don't know, man. We 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 play left, right, and nickel. So I'm just a player, man. I'm 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 low down. I'm low on the totem pole, Vic. I just <laughs> I just do what the coaches tell me to do, you know. So I mean, if you was the D coordinator and you said, "Kid, you going everywhere AJ going?" I would have said, "Bet." I would have watched the film. I would have, I would have knew all knew what he was going to do everywhere he lined up, and uh, we would have seen what happened. But uh, I did it before, man. I've been shadowing guys all all my career. But uh, we just play left, right, and nickel. So that's what we're going to do. Okay, so for those of us who are that don't understand the differences between the two coordinators and, and their strat, did you guys do the same thing? Was it left, right, nickel under Wade? Was it all the same? Did you ever move out of that and have yourself go one-on-one with a guy at any time during Wade's era here? Yeah, we did. We did. We, uh, we matched a, a few games. Weird way, and honestly, honestly, Vic, uh, the games that we matched, those was our worst games. Really? You had, yeah, because you had, uh, like, one play I'm at left corner, one, one play I'm at right corner, one play I'm at nickel. So that means one play roll back left corner, one mm-hmm. play roll back right corner, one play roll back nickel. Same with Chris, one play he had right corner, left corner, nickel. So, man, just guys just being in spots they're not used to being at. We, we, we don't call man every play. Well, we didn't call man every play with Wade. So, so now you're doing a nickel. You got to drop. You got to drop as a nickel dropper. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 
So, honestly, those were our worst games. So, I think that's why we kind of got away from it. That's when we match, when we match, then you you got to play all those different positions. Uh, we wasn't successful at it, man. I'm, I'm not saying me personally, I wasn't successful at it, but all of us together, collectively, as a three, wasn't successful at it. It's a very interesting perspective. In some respects, uh, you keep things simple. It's easier. And, and I think that's what they're trying to do offensively, or keep. I think that's why they made the change, because they believe that the playbook got a little too convoluted of sorts, and so they want to simplify things. Is that, is that how you see it? Uh, I don't know, Vic. I don't play offense, man, so I don't know nothing about their playbook. Uh, all I know is Mike was a pretty good offensive coordinator when I played when I played against him and, and prepared for his offense. And I know Bill is a pretty good offensive coordinator because I had to do the same with his off- offense. So as far as how long the playbook was and was it hard and they trying to simplify it, I don't know, Vic. Okay. When you look west and you look at the L.A. Rams, does it surprise you what Wade is doing with that defense this year? <laughs> no, it don't, it don't surprise me at all, man. Um, he's one of the greatest of all time. So it was, he's one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time. So wherever he go, it's always success. You know, any look at any team he's been on, it's been success. So and they got a bunch of talent over there as well. So you put a bunch of talent with Wade Phillips, and and that's what you're going to get. Last question, keep. Uh, now with the season, well, I'm, I'm not saying it's winding down. You still have a lot of football to play, but the meaning of these games is a little different for most teams. And I tell people all the time, and you can agree or disagree, there's still a lot to play for for each player. You're putting stuff on tape. I mean, your futures, as a guy, young guys, their careers, are, everybody has something to play for, correct? Definitely, man. Uh, the, the the money you make this year is already made. So the stuff you're putting on tape is your money for next year. So, man, we all, we all, we all play this game, of course, professionally to win Super Bowls and win games, but but personally, we play this game to take care of our family. This is our job, you know. So, so you putting stuff on tape to basically take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? You taking care of your family with this. So, you put whatever you put on tape this year is, is that's your money for next year. So, so guys, guys, BJ made us well aware of that. For the guys who wasn't aware of that, but I think most of us was already aware of that. So, yeah. we know we got to finish strong. We know we're gonna continue to play our hardest. As usual, keep. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, stand up every Tuesday morning. You come to the table. Appreciate your time and have a happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate it, Vic. You too. All right, man. That is a key to leave every Tuesday here. If you missed that interview, you can catch it on podcast at altitude 950. Uh, Harrison Kreckman replayed in the afternoon. Um, interesting tidbits Keeb gave us there. I'd like to go into it a little bit more. More detail on what he just had to say. Love to get your thoughts as well. 30933 is our text line. You want to call the show, feel free. No traffic outside. Oh, my God. Look at the Colorado Boulevard right now. It's wide open. Wide open. I mean, they don't even need traffic lights today. People vacationing a lot earlier than expected. It's 829. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. The Akeem Talib Show has been brought to you by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. Icon Suit, professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. Honda Power Equipment, power you can trust. Our field, our show. Don't miss Akeem Talib every Tuesday at 815 with Vic Lombardi. Exclusively on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. It's the holiday season. And here at Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, we're thankful for these turkeys. Miko racing in. Eric Johnson. Game on the score. Nathan Mack. 
these turkeys. Jokic for three. Give it to him. Blocked by Millsap. Blue arrows in the house. Chandler down the lane. He goes. Over the avalanche. Oh, my goodness gracious. Over the nuggets. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job with small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes. Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. Halloween is over. Christmas music is playing. This is the time to start planning your Black Friday Christmas shopping strategy. And when does Black Friday begin? At MedBed Chevrolet. It begins right now. MedBed Chevrolet kicks off the holiday season with thousands in savings on Chevrolet Colorado and Silverado trucks, including 4x4s and 2500s. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months on select 2017 Chevy Malibus and 2017 Chevy Trax all-wheel drives. And MedBed has low leases on all-wheel drive Chevy Equinox and Traverse. Go to MedBedChevrolet.com and click on the yellow specials button. Get Black Friday savings all month long. MedBed Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor departs a 181 ramp Castle Rock. And on I-70 in Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant MedBed Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. Examples, TV 3177 MSRP 24425 plus tax title and fees. Excludes our modern. Not all buyers will qualify. Subject to prior sales. See MedBed for details. Expires 11-30-17. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Stop and go traffic lingering south on I-25 between Broadway and about Colorado Boulevard where there is an earlier crash. Traffic is brought to you by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An accident reported northbound Broadway at Stout. Overall, the volume is lighter and speeds are pretty decent, although you could see speeds dropping under posted limits here and there. Have you thought about being an organ, eye, and tissue donor but just haven't gotten around to it? You can learn more and sign up online anytime. Go to organdonor.gov. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. I'd say, okay, uh, Keeb goes everywhere AJ goes. Why, why isn't that the case? Uh, I don't know, man. We, we we play left, right, and nickel, so I'm just a player, man. I'm, I'm, I'm low down. I'm low on the totem pole, Vic. I just... <laughs> I just do what the coaches tell me to do, you know. So, I mean, if you was the D coordinator and you said, kid, you going, every page they going, I would have said bet. I would have watched the film. I would have, I would have knew, all, knew what he was going to do everywhere he lined up. And uh, we would have seen what happened. But uh, I did it before, man. I've been shadowing guys all, all my career. But uh, we just play left, right, and nickel. So that's what we're going to do. That's what they are. That's what they do. They are left, right, and nickel. He plays on one side. Chris Harris plays on the other. Bradley Roby does his thing. And uh, what he did against A.J. Green obviously didn't work the entire day. I Again, I hate to go back to defensive blunders when you give up only 190 yards and, and to pin this on the defense. 
you realize how backwards this is, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about defensive issues when everybody knows the elephant in the room is the offense. But this is all we got. When we when we talk to a guy like Akeeb and you make comparisons to the Broncos defense of 15 and 16, this is where you go. What what are the different I had to ask. What are the differences from Joe Woods and Wade Phillips? Did you make adjustments under Wade? Would you go into certain games and say, "Okay, let's scrap this left right nickel and put one guy on another guy for the entire game?" Keeb's answer is yes. We would do that on occasion. But those would prove to be our worst games. I found that very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wade did some things differently. Wade wasn't afraid to scrap the game plan and experiment and adopt a certain team's offensive weaponry and all that, but those proved to be the worst games under Wade Phillips. Right. A lot to unpack from that interview. A lot. Uh, do you just want to go chronologically? Well, I, First of all, let's start with that. What do you think? I mean, because the, the fan in me sat there on Sunday, like many fans, and said, why is Bradley Roby on A.J. Green? Why isn't Aqib Tlaib? You just heard his answer. Because mm-hmm. that's what they, this is who they are. This is what they do. And when they try to move away from that and do that one-on-one, it hasn't worked in the past. That's why. Well, and he also did offer up the the line we've heard, and we've heard it post-game, we've heard it from multiple guys. I just do what the coaches tell me. We heard that line from Well, Akeem you know Tlaib why he's too. saying that, though. I mean, he's not going to... Akeem Tlaib is the ultimate in rah rock. I'm the I'm the guy. I'm bravado. I'm swag. Right? He's not going to back down from a challenge. If I ask Akeem Tlaib, why weren't you on AJ Green? He's not going to say, oh, because I'm afraid of AJ Green. I'll take him on. But this is not what they do. The strategy of this defense is right, left, nickel. That's how they play. That's the system. I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I mean, let, let's be honest. Bradley Roby is not a bad player. He's been pretty good. They have the luxury of having three pretty darn good cornerbacks so they can do that. Bradley Roby had a bad day. He had a few bad he, plays. He got beat by guys other than A.J. Green. So, and it's not as though every time Aqib Tlaib covers someone, that person just gets shut down. I mean, Brandon Cooks mm-hmm. had him spinning around in the Sunday night game against the Patriots, so I don't necessarily have a problem with that strategy from Joe Woods. I, I, I don't. I have a bigger problem with the week before when Von Miller's in coverage 18 times. I think that's a bad mm-hmm. game plan. That's letting the offense basically dictate to you what you're going to do and not realizing, oh, Josh McDaniels has figured out if we do this, Vaughn goes and covers, we need to get out of that. That was a bigger indictment of the coaching staff to me. I asked Akeem about the firing of Mike McCoy and what's next. And I asked him bluntly, do you mind as a veteran on this team if they start experimenting at certain positions? He, he don't care. I mean, I, should anybody care at this point? I mean, just do your job, right? Well, I thought his answer was accurate too. If they drafted him high, they have to see what yeah. they have in him. It's why the whole, oh, you're going to lose the locker room. No, they but understand did you, did you how it works. But here's the deal though. Did you hear when I, when I asked him point blank, you see him at practice all the time. He's run a lot of scout team. What does he do? It wasn't the most glowing remarks, right? Oh, it my was, God. We're so just into saying. breaking down what guys say. It wasn't a, a healthy, hearty endorsement. It wasn't, but hey, my God. He did they, also say he wouldn't blame the coaches for seeing what they have in Packers. None of us would. None of us would. All I'm saying is every time you ask a player or coach about Paxton Lynch, it's always, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. And every time we asked them about Trevor Simeon, they were glowing. I, so maybe... 
We should look for him when they say the opposite, right? Because what did they say about Trevor Simeon? So if we're going to say they, they don't say positive things and they don't just gush about Paxton Lynch and that means he sucks, well, we have to look at the opposite. They've never given us a good answer. I think what he's saying about Paxton Lynch, it makes uh, sense. This is where I agree with If you're going to play him, you better cater an offense yes. to his strengths. Otherwise, playing him is going to be ugly. I think that's what he's trying to say. Agreed. If you're going to play him, you better make sure you let him run. Okay, and it's no different than Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow starting against Detroit at home. I believe they lost 45-10. to 10. It was a debacle. The Lions players were laughing at him on the field. The next week they go into Oakland and they change their entire offense in a week. And he Which was great. goes back to why the decision was made yesterday. But that switch from the Mike Lions McCoy. game to the Raider game in 2011 was Mike yeah. McCoy. I get it, but maybe he wasn't willing to go there again. I don't oh, know. Geez. But I, no, I, he's, I he's, think he's under the bus. Three weeks ago, Vance Joseph stood up there and told us he was he was happy with his offense. We all laughed at the quote. I'm happy with our offense. Really? Now you're firing the guy. There were a lot of there were a lot of things that kind of bothered me yesterday, but the chucking of Mike McCoy under the oh bus from a bunch of people was was a little bothersome. We're gonna was, go with Billy. Was McCoy a we problem? Billy. Yes. Was McCoy 100% of the problem? No. By the way, we started the show this morning, Vic, at 7 a.m. saying, what side do you think Akeeb takes on the John Elway calling himself? Well, we got the answer. Don't reveal it. Okay. So that was the big question. How would Akeeb Tlaib answer the soft question? Elway refers to his team as soft. Here's what Akeeb had to say. If, if, If he says we're soft, I think he means everybody, not just players, coaches, everybody, the whole damn program. Exactly, uh... I don't know, guys. Guys took a little offense to it, man. I mean, I might have been one of those guys, grown man. You don't want to be called soft. Yes, you know, we we are soft. We we think one definition of soft. So I mean, he could have been talking about a lot of stuff. He could have been talking about us just, just not not holding each other accountable. Not let let you see somebody sleeping to me and then not saying nothing to him. That's being soft. You know, just you scared to say something to him, or you know what I'm saying he could have been talking about anything. He didn't he didn't necessarily have to be talking about the soft that. Everybody interpreted, you know. So yeah. I mean, uh, just grown man, man. Guys don't want to be called soft, but man, see, I, the boss. If that's the way he felt, then then that's the way he felt. See, to make a long story short, that's where most players should understand the difference. I don't think Elway was questioning one's manhood. I don't either, and I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head. The guys who instantly got offended, it was a machismo, took offense to your questioning my toughness. I don't think that's what he was no, saying. No, he's questioning the entire. The you guys laughed at me when I said this the other day. He's he's questioning himself by saying yeah. soft. I don't know it's about the that entire part. organization. No, no, no. No, no, but it's the atmosphere. It's the atmosphere. And I thought the most revealing thing Akeem Talib just said is if a guy's asleep in a meeting, you don't say anything to him. That's the kind of crap John Elway's talking about. And who's who needs to be doing that? That's a Vance Joseph thing. Vance Joseph is everybody's buddy. Vance Joseph's too nice. Vance Joseph is is too close to the players. And we, we you know we we raved about the first time we heard him mic'd up because it was so much better than how he was during his mm-hmm. press conferences when he sounded anything but CEO esque. But he was everybody's buddy on the field when he was mic'd up. Your 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 CEO type, your head coach, has to kind of be a hard ass, doesn't he? Yeah, and the I mean, quote, for the most part, for it to work, he has to be. The quote before from Aki, before that answer too, that we tweeted from at Altitude950, follow us there. The very first thing he said about the matter was, quote, 
John is the boss. If that's the way he felt, he really felt like that. He's the boss, and he can say what he wants to say. And, and John Elway has not always been gr- great with his choice of words. And I think soft is probably the wrong term because if I'm a player, I'm going to take that like a lot of guys did. But he followed it up. We, we, we have the John soundbite, do we not, Jesse? Can you this? Let's go ahead and listen to the full soundbite okay. because I think what we're doing, we're taking a lot of this out of context. We're taking one word. Yes. Not even a sentence. This, one word. This is what Elway was asked Friday night, and this is how he responded. I will tell you, you know, I, I think we got a little bit soft. You know, to be dead honest with you. Hold on a second. Can we stop? Why does it sound like he's... Consuming helium? <laughs> I don't know. John's kind of got that voice. That, that sounds a little helium-induced. Let's start again. I will tell you, you know, I, I think we got a little bit soft. You know, to be dead honest with you, we got a little bit soft. We went, we went 4-0 in three seasons. We started out 3-1. and one. You know, We get a bye week, and, you know, and if you exhale in this league, you're in trouble. And, I, you know, to be dead honest with you, I think we exhaled, and, you know, we it's hard to recover from that. And so... Uh, it's, it's, it'll be a lesson that hopefully we all learn and then uh, can prevent it from happening in the future. He used the term we four times in that. So he's talking about everybody, man. He's not questioning one's manhood there. Yeah. I think it would have been a softer type of uh, criticism had he just stuck with the we exhaled at the wrong time. Right, or we were rela- We got too relaxed, or I we can't... got too cushy. Yeah. Yeah. Anything like that. Soft, immediately yeah. everybody went to, you're saying I'm not tough. Yeah. yeah. And, and you and I went back and forth a lot yesterday on Brandon Marshall and sure. his shoulder. I don't think he's talking about that stuff. He's talking about we were 7-1 and one combined when you do preseason and, and the first four weeks of the year, and we thought we were pretty good. We were reading our own press clippings. We kind of took our foot off the gas, and we got comfy. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. And he's a hundred percent right. He's a hundred percent right. Hey, can you manipulate that to make it sound like more bassy? I don't know if you can do that because that helium Elway is not a good, I don't like hearing the helium version of Elway. Is there a way, is there a way, I mean, I want you to add, even slow it down to a ridiculous degree. I want to hear the baritone. Is that the proper term? I feel a little bit like Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop. But that sound wasn't, I mean, that was just the sound courtesy of ESPN. It just doesn't sound right. It needs to be a little more deep. It doesn't sound right. But but you're acting like Marty O and Jesse sat there this morning. So let's make Elway sound like he's on helium. Oh, yeah, they messed with it. That or can we just make it totally ridiculous? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, they messed with the evidence. There's no doubt about it. Can we make him sound like the chipmunks? That'd be better. I want to hear a bassy John Elway. And I want to hear Chipmunk, John Elway. After the break. Uh, by the way, Tlaib mentioned, according to a texter, Tlaib never mentioned that the team was VJ's team, only John's team, and that's a problem. Well, people are seeing other things, right? Pay close attention to what you hear next. You can win a fabulous prize here on Altitude 950. Ten seconds left to go. If you don't think there's a lot to be cheering about in Denver, you might not be paying close enough attention. Baseball pass to Jokic in stride. Alley-oop. Yes! Home of the Nuggets. Jamal Murray. I feel the need. The need for speed. Home of 
the Avalanche. Comes to McKinnon. He's going to have speed in the runway zone. Holds up, shoots, and scores! Nathan McKinnon's short side. The game-winning goal. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. Guess who's back in town? (coughs) It's me, your old buddy. The flu! (coughs) I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be (coughs) everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitresses are just like family, you know. Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We, we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leesville in downtown off 15th and Curtis. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock legal game plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Still slow on southbound I-25 from an earlier accident. Watch for slowing southbound Broadway down to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by True Car. 270 eastbound running slow I-25 to York. No issues if you're headed out to the airport. Penny Boulevard running at posted speeds. With True Car, you can see what others paid for the car you want. So you can recognize a great deal. For new or used cars, visit True Car for a more confident car buying experience. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
sorry, guys. I got to finish sending this tweet out. Never came to a rest. Are we watching the same thing? Manipulating the basketball from one side to the other? Sorry. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I sent a tweet out last night when I was watching the Nuggets and the Kings. There was a play in the corner where George, um, uh, who's the, uh, George Hill? George Hill. He's dribbling against Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to single out George Hill. They all do it. And I, and I tweeted this out. Go ahead and take a look at this, guys. Did you see this tweet where I tweeted the video of George Hill dribbling? Yes, I, I did. Look at my well, he's carrying okay, the basketball. He's carrying the basketball. And I said, what has happened to the sport of basketball? Just the art of dribbling. Everything's a carry. Every single time these guys dribble, it is kind of an they old manipulate. Man, get off my it is, but it's just stupid. I mean, you know, Doug Moe talked about this, and I got this from Doug. Doug says you can't compare today's players to the '80s and '70s because the game has changed. I go, how, Doug? He goes, well, the, these guys carry the ball all the time. I go, what do you mean? He goes, they, they don't dribble normal. The, the the dribbling is ridiculous. It's not a real dribble. They manipulate the basketball in their hands from one side to the other. So they do things athletically today that you could never get away with in the 70s and 80s, probably the early 90s. And he's exactly right. Look at what I tweeted. Take a look at that dribble exhibition by George Hill in the corner, and you tell me, how is that not a carry? How? Fine, but Bob Cousy wouldn't score a point and a half a game in I get it, game. because Bob Cousy dribbled like this. No, it's not because he can't couldn't dribble. It's cause he, he went was... like this. See this? Are you watching on, are you watching on Periscope? Can you settle down now? He did this. He didn't go like this. Okay, you got, you got a full thing of coffee and you got a company computer. So easy. Which <laughs> He's so wary. Will's computer. computer. Will's so... computer. That he abuses. He's so concerned. <laughs> I, wow. But I, I got people, I got people saying, like this guy Sean says, the ball never comes to a rest. Player's hand was on top or the side. It's not the bottom. I mean, give me a break. We all know. We all see what we see. Today's game is different because the guys carry the ball. They carry it up and down the floor. Just be real about it. Be honest about it. You don't have to lie to me. Everybody carries the ball in the NBA. Hell, they do it in college. They do it in high school. Between, Everybody's carrying the ball. Between this rant and your commercial break conversations about your hip, I feel like I'm in here with an 80-year-old. Am I lying? <laughs> no, but who cares? I care. They all do it. I care. Who cares? I care because it's ridiculous. The George, game the game would be better if they all dribbled like no, Cousy. No, but George Hill backing down Jamal Murray from oh, the baseline yesterday God. was a complete joke in the rules of basketball. He literally held the ball for two seconds and then dribbled again. Held it for two seconds and then dribbled again. That's not basketball. I don't know what that is. That's not basketball. That's oh, stupid. Okay. Are you going to give Marty his seven minutes on the radio? <laughs> give me some sugar. Start it. I'll go off. It's time for your morning sugar fix. <laughs> Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Tell you what, next time I play basketball, we're, aren't we supposed to play three on three with those other dudes? Yeah, you can dribble however you want. Okay. I'm just going to hold the ball, dribble, hold it, dribble, and if they call carrying or traveling... I'll start fighting. Because I'm going to play your rules. Technically, it's four on four. Who was our fourth? I think it was Dan Tanner, so we got to... No, Tanner's out. We're doing three on three. Marty, can you hoop at all? I can hoop a little bit, yeah. No, I don't like that response. I don't like the way you just said it. Either you can hoop or you... People that can hoop answer differently. They don't say, I can hoop a little bit. A little bit's not going to help us. Maybe he's a little bit of a sandbagger, kind of modest. Yeah, I don't want to come off too cocky. Go on, Marty. Nice trait. Okay, uh, call me maybe, girl. Carly Rae Jepsen turns 32. You guys into that song? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. She's 32? 32. Yeah, call me maybe. 
I would have guessed Carly Ray. What is it? Jepson? Jepson. Well, she's like 22. Sorry, man. Is she the same girl that sings Friday? No, that's Rebecca Black. How old is she? She's got to be like 22. 22, yeah. Carly Ray was spring break 2012, man. Did you guys have a fun spring break 2012? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Mine is always summer trip. You re- you remember spring breaks. Mine's like summer trip, and they played over and over and over when you're at the beach house or whatever. Yeah. That song was like on repeat. Does Carly Ray carry the basketball when she dribbles? That's my only association. Was that the same year as that song, Someone That I Used To Know? Remember that? Um, uh, used, it was like, yeah. oh, like, like those two songs, they just alternated. Oh, I over hate that song so oh, much. Oh, my God, it's terrible. I hate it so much. Rebecca Black want... is 20, by the way. And okay. it also says she so you had Carly Ray and Rebecca Flint. I did. Yeah. I, had a, I had a mixed up. Yeah. That Used To Know song, I just want to go fetal position on that one. Oh, it's so, it, it's so depressing. Who sings that song? Oh, my God. I don't know. Those people should be targeted. Uh, by Gautier. Yes, thank oh, you. Gautier. That was like Maroon yeah. 5 or something. Awesome. Go on. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. turning 48 today. Junior, 48 years of age. Definite Hall of Famer, correct? Yeah, he's already in. Oh, <laughs> my bad. I missed that one. Could that, have been the GOAT. You know what? Those, Injuries derailed him. Yeah, and he's the guy that is the example of, well, what if he'd have taken steroids and been able to stay healthy? How do you know he did his numbers? How do you know he didn't? We that's that's the, the crazy thing about the steroids era no one wants to talk about is we don't know. Well, look at him when he's... Later in his career versus his early highlights, he's much bulkier. But a lot of that is just you got you get look, you know grown man. Look size. at all of us. He ain't Barry Bonds bulkier. Like yeah. there's a difference between what Bonds went from in Pittsburgh to San Francisco versus Griffey in Seattle and That's like saying yeah, Leggy's been on the juice because he's true. older. That's true. Bulked up a little. Next. This guy definitely didn't take steroids. Stan Musial was uh, born on 19. You don't know. Well, how do you know Stan he didn't take something? Was there, were they invented back then? I don't know. Stan the man was he on something? Popping greenies. We don't Aspirins? know. Whatever the hell they use back there. Stan the Man usual. I'm sure Vic has some rants about how baseball was better back then. I guarantee Stan the Man didn't carry the basketball when he dribbled. You know what they do need to do? I heard this coming in this morning. They're now going to have a 20-second pitch clock. You know what I they did see that. You know what they need to just do? Yeah. Just call strikes. Make people mm-hmm. swing the bat. The game will go much faster. That's what you need to the do. Next, the next move is to cut the game to seven innings. No, right? just, call, just make this call the actual strike zone, and it'd be fine. Easier said than done. We don't need full counts. We don't need walks. Call strike strikes. zones are always, there's always a variable there. there Jose be. Altuve's strike zone versus the judge, highly different. Right? Would you agree? Well, yeah, based on where their shoulders and their knees are. Yes. Call the strike zone based on the rule book. Go on, sir. All right, in, uh, 1983, the 2-8 and Oregon State Beavers took on the 3-6 and six Oregon Ducks, and they played to a 0-0 tie. The game featured 16 punts, 11 turnovers, and four missed field goals, including a missed 20-yarder. It was the last scoreless tie in NCAA college. 16 punts? I bet John Fox salivates over that kind of football game. The Broncos offense, for crying out loud. Yeah. Van Joseph would have liked the offense, happy with the offense. Yes. <laughs> Three weeks later, fired his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Go on. I was thinking with terrible games in 1950, the Fort Wayne Pistons beat the Minneapolis Lakers 19 to 18. George Mikan had a game high 15 of those 18. Points. You know what was great though about that game? The ball. Everybody dribbled the ball correctly. Ball. <laughs> in that 1918 thriller, they dribbled the damn ball correctly. The old George Mikan <laughs> hook shot. George Mikan. What an overrated all-time great. I swear to God, if I'm covering George Hill in the corner, and he's pulling that routine. I'm looking at the ref and saying, at what point will you call a travel or a carry? At what point? He he continues to take his hand under the ball and hold the ball. If I'm Jamal Murray, I stop playing defense and I look at the referee. That's how I act. Go on. 
1989, a law banning smoking on most domestic flights is passed. 89? 1989. See, I remember being on airplanes when you could smoke. So do I. I remember there being smoking sections, how, which was ridiculous. How could you do that? I mean, it's a tool. Stupid. Yeah, exactly. Where's the smoke going to go? I remember smoking sections in restaurants, which, H.W., do you even remember that? Vaguely. Vaguely. When you'd go in and say, you know, Jones Party of Four. Smoking or non-smoking. Smoking or non-smoking. Right. Those that's, are things of a bygone era. That's why I love watching these mob movies. They don't care. They smoke wherever the hell they want to smoke. Who's going to stop them? You know what's funny is my buddies went to the uh, Raiders-Patriots game in Mexico City, and they kept sending Snapchats of it because the woman in their section just kept lighting dart after dart after dart, heaters. and no one cared. Are you... Honest question, because we're stuck in the aquarium that is the press box. Are you allowed to light one up at a stadium? No. no. There's certain sections you can go out to. to, to, to so in the middle part. of a game, you can't just... Say, I got Marlboro, I'm going to work here? You used to. Wow. It, it was part of like... But when you're I, outside. I know. When I think back to being a kid and being at Old Mile High and the yeah. feel of it, the cigarette smoke is part of the atmosphere that I miss. Like, you know, the the smell and sound yeah. of it? Like, it, 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 it didn't bother me You remember outside. watching those old Celtics highlights? Oh, there's just the, a haze? Exactly. Like, wh- where's the court? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. All right, this day in 1980, the uh, Who Shot JR episode aired. It was the uh, highest-rated TV show at the time. It's It's been passed. Um, you guys want to take a guess at the top ten of the highest-rated TV shows? Well, highest-rated highest episodes. Super Bowls. Bowls. Episodes. Okay, the no, finale. are out. It's all television. The finale okay. of MASH is number one. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I'm going to do Seinfeld and Friends finales. Cheers finale. Those are up there, yes. All right. Seinfeld um, five. Saved by the Bell finale. <laughs> I must have been 11. Uh, Why do you guys laugh at this? That, that, that was most a big popular. Thing. Breaking Bad. Nope. Didn't nah. make it. No, dude, too, you can't. That's a cable. Too many people are watching that on television. Think of a better answer. Why do you come, come up with these ridiculous suggestions like this? All Sorry, the time. I didn't like grow up with nostalgic like rom coms. Was the there 90s, any like big sixty minutes where they had like an exclusive with Saddam or something like that that we're missing? Nope, nothing like that. Okay. All right, so how many of them do we have? We have MASH, Friends, Seinfeld, Cheers. Happy Days. No, no that was too, Sorry, no, it's too long ago. Get your generation Brady together. Bunch. Do we have five, too long Marty? Ago. You have five, yes. You are missing number two, four, six, and seven. All right, give us a hint. Drama or comedy? You may not even know. Mm, drama. Drama. Number two. We what don't was know the one number. about the... Uh, number two, I'm not really sure. What was the one? Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. No. Full house. No. Uh, again, right. I swear to God, I'm going <laughs> to throw something at you. Will is Will is way out of the ballpark. Home improvement. Right. Give us actually, the, yes, home improvement was number fourteen. So there you go. That it was. wasn't a top I just ten. Contributed. <laughs> All right, give us the top ten. Okay, top ten. Mash is number one. Yes. Two is Roots. Oh, Roots. It's a miniseries. Yeah, okay. that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That's so stupid. I'm not mad. We missed. You it. don't even know what Roots is. Not really. Three the Alex is Haley books. Okay, we got that. Four is The Fugitive. Oh, okay. Five is, day. five is Seinfeld. Got it. Six is Friends. Got it. Seven, Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. Was it the finale? The, yeah, it must have been. My daughter, my daughter was in a commercial with Magnum P.I. With Tom Selleck? Yeah. Go on. Number eight was Johnny Carson's final Tonight Show episode. Sure. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. That's, that's one we should have got. Nine was The Cosby Show, and ten was Frasier. Yeah, Frasier finale, like Cosby nine, show finale. You know what? We had Cheers and didn't get Frasier. That was dumb. Never much of a Frasier guy. Show, we, Frasier is one of the best so, shows of all time. So smug. Oh, my God. Cosby show we should have got. Uh, Johnny Carson's final episode. That was dumb of us. Roots, we weren't thinking miniseries. Yeah. I was maybe, I would have gone, you know, Winds of War, The Thornbirds. 
Are we done, Marty? Yeah, that's it. They don't do miniseries anymore. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate your time. It's 9.01. Jeff Legwald coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Nuggets continue their road trip as they head to Houston to take on the Rockets. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting it away at 5.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yesterday, big news out of Dove Valley, Mike McCoy let go. Uh, A, were you surprised? And uh, B, do you think it'll help the team? Uh, I wouldn't say I was surprised, man. I've seen so much stuff happening happen in this league, you know, playing for 10 years now. So nothing really surprises me, man. But, 